All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Bright Tank. This week's episode is brought to you by Neshaminy Creek Brewing Company. Please log on to NeshaminyCreekBrewing.com to check out the tap room and retail hours with all our new beers we are offering on tap. And also brought to you by the awesome world of Non-Hainous. Please visit NonHainous.com and send an email over to info at nonhainous.com for any of your art and design needs, whether it be t-shirts, pictures, posters, business cards, and, and I'll get real weird. Just send some crazy requests over. But thanks for hanging out, and you will not believe this week's episode. So this week, we were fortunate enough to have Wes Manchild and Chill Moody, the Chill Moody on our show. Um and it was an absolute blast. Um, these guys are hilarious. Um, we had a lot of fun. It's probably our, I think it's our longest podcast yet, and we could have kept going because it was it was great. It was great. Um, but we talked about uh, some of the things we talked about. We started talking about Eddie Murphy movies. That's the kind of conversation you come into the middle of. Um, and then we bonding around cartoon cartoons growing up. Um, we have some inside info on Kobe Bryant and his his, his early years. Um, what happens when you bring a broom to school when you really shouldn't 90s sports and how the world really does revolve around wrestling. I could not believe this episode came back to wrestling as many times as it did. I'm starting to feel like I really missed out on something humongous (laughs) by not watching it as much as everybody else did growing up. Um, so yeah, so enjoy it. Uh, send us some stuff on Twitter. Um, you can follow, Chill Moody and West Manchild at Chill Moody and at West Manchild on Twitter. And you can follow us at Bright Tanked. Pretty easy. So send us some questions. Um, next week we have. We're shooting for JT from Lagunitas. Hopefully JT from Lagunitas will be on. It might just get us. But it might just be us, which will be, we'll, you know, you'll have to tune in to find out. So until then, tune in, tap off, and get Bright Tanked. It just wasn't the same. And plus, around like I would say, it's too wholesome. Ninety-one shift the comedy switch. You had Martin. You had a lot of young right, black right. comedians coming so up. You're so you're trying to keep like, up as opposed yeah. to which right. Great. So what did you guys think of the the PJs then? I thought the PJs. Was cool. Oh, the um, the cartoon the animation joint. Yeah, right. Come on, super. It, yeah, it was that all right. Was, it was that all right. Was a funny show. Yeah, it was all right. I started. I appreciated more when I watched it later. Like when it was out, I really wasn't watching yeah, it. Sure. But I should watch some reruns. Well, like, you were probably in your young twenties then. You're not trying to watch no fucking cartoon. No, he was like thirty. It's just it was like ah, uh, right. PJs, whatever. It was but, all right. Like, I was still on The Simpsons then, so, like, I didn't oh, really yeah. care about the I'm PJs, so Simpsons. Like, like, I remember, like, there was a point, it was, like, 95, like, my, where we had, like, no money growing up, and we had to, like, cut out cable. So we had to get, like, just, like, an antenna. And The mm-hmm. Simpsons became a thing with, like, me and my dad. Right. And it was just, like, what we did. Yeah, 6.30 Simpsons, Simpsons, 7.30 Simpsons. It was, like, what me and my dad did. Right. Yeah, Simpsons is still funny. It's, you know? It still is. The only thing I don't like is that they try to get Family Guy, like, a little edgy. Yeah, a little more like, edgy. It's, yeah. like, you don't need to. There's just, already just, Family Guy. Yeah. I'm 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 way bigger now on Family Guy and like South Park than I am The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Right. Back in the day, it was uh, get that South Park out of get get that out of here. Oh, yeah. Simpsons, but 
now so yeah. still have they still have their witty smart humor too like, but i think it has that hit of like nostalgia of your childhood and growing yeah. up yeah why, especially when they do yeah. callbacks when they when they yeah. go back to old jokes and things but like yeah. you, you might not remember you cannot fuck with that show i know it's so sharp right so sharp so sharp trying to keep up it's great all right guys uh tell us who you are yeah um do it my name is Sebastian J. Cunningham. The J stands for genius. Um, <laughs> played a cello. And, um, That's part, what I thought. Part Is that how you say that? Cello? Yeah. yeah. Part-time, part-time alcoholic. No, I'm Chill Moody. Um, uh, hip-hop artist. West Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia Music Ambassador. Philadelphia Music Ambassador. That's what I love. We're going to talk about that. And yeah. still, you know, part-time alcoholic. <laughs> Good. Just, you love playing that Philadelphia music ambassador. If you were the Philadelphia music ambassador, wouldn't you oh, say I would have right. I'm the Philadelphia music <laughs> ambassador? I would have a card. I'll pull that shit out. Just instantly. throw it when you walk, yeah, through, when you walk into a room. Just throw up. 50 of them out there. I would, I would go in all types of restaurants in Center City and just pull oh, yeah. that card out. To I'm get getting it. cards now. You got to yeah. get like, the grand school with badge. With the, um, with the Philadelphia emblem on it. Yeah, the crest. We got a crest or whatever. Yeah. The coat of arms. Cornucopia. Yeah, that. Coat of arms. There you go. Coat of arms. That's all good. I'm Westman Chow, uh, producer, sports enthusiast, everything you could think of, and also part-time alcoholic. Yeah, well, yeah not wrong. Together, we are a full-time alcoholic. Yeah. That's, that's so, are you guys dangerous. a team? Are you guys like, or just like friends at work? I mean, together? we we are arguably like the tag team champions of the world. Ooh, yeah. Speaking my oh, language, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm talking right like now? I'm talking old school though, like Demolition, Axe, and Smash, like tag team champions of the Don't world. Don't forget like, Crush. Remember Crush was in it? Yeah, but we that's, no, that's no, the no, trio. No one like, cares about Crush. Little, <laughs> or, or maybe like maybe like the Eliminators, maybe like so, Perry, you know, Saturn, Saturn, Cronus, Cronus. Like shit. Listen, man, I think I think you're that's talking us. to the right guy. Yeah. Pro, I went. I was a pro wrestler right. for a little bit. Oh, really? Listen yeah, to this. When I got home from tour, I went to Ring of Honor up in Bristol. Oh shit! Oh shit! The guy Delirious, he was the coach. So he was right oh, after uh, Brian Danielson, Daniel uh-huh. Bryan. Yeah, Daniel Bryan, yeah. Before him was like CM Punk and Austin Aries and all. So, I, yeah, I mean, basically I did everything I wanted to do. You give me a little like, CM Punk a little bit. Uh, you know, we have the same <laughs> tattoo. Yeah. And, and I seen him and I was like, everybody's going to think I got that tattoo because of him. And right. I, but I got, like, I turned 18. I was on Kenton Ave. I'm like, I need tattoos. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I remember I went because my, my friends, I like, yo, my uncle tattoos in Kenton Ave. I go to him and I go to him. And he's like, he goes to pull out a razor to like shave my arm, but it was a dirty one. Ooh. And I see that it was already out, and like he he holds it and looks at me. He's like, oh, Do you want any dirty? It. I'm like, I'll take a clean one. No dirty razor from Kensington Ave. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take a clean one. Nope. <laughs> right. I don't want to like, die today. I'm right today. off of Bridge Street, so I'm right yeah, there. Right. You know what I mean? So I was like, all right, I'll just take a shot down the L and figure some shit out. Just and then we'll do Snapchat it. Thing. Yo, what's oh, up, yeah. everybody? Shandy <laughs> Creek. Woo! So, dig it. how long have you guys? Like, did you guys grow up together? How did you guys meet? <laughs> uh, through the wonderful world of uh, the internet. Or yeah. you always laugh when they ask me this. Oh, uh, that's how I got a girl the, pregnant through the internet. Uh, everything <laughs> happens really through hard. the internet. It's <laughs> an app for that. It's really hard. Yeah, it, is <laughs> app. it probably is an app now. <laughs> No, we met uh, back in the MySpace days. Yeah, uh, musically. Yeah. On the a Bolton, days. You up on a Bolton? Yeah. yeah. Um, through music, one of our uh, mutual friends saw the type of music that him and his uh, crew, the EST, the establishment, were doing. Hit him up. Uh, at the time, we had a, a studio in Frankfurt, uh-huh. just basically producing, just doing a lot more out of town people, probably right. Philly. But hit them up, and from then on, things just kind of clicked off. Yeah, it's like Kendra Spears. It was like, yo, you like what y'all doing? Um, you went to school in Atlanta with the college in Atlanta. So, like, mm. they were kind of, like, right. not based in Atlanta, but coming back to sure. from Atlanta. Sure. Okay. And um, they were like, yo, y'all doing, you know, nice things in Philly. You know, we got a movement that we're trying to build. Um, 
let's come together. But it turned into more than just music because, like, all of our interests are, like, so yeah. much alike. And then it's also, like, you know how you got the people where all your interests is like, but it's also, like, they like certain shit you don't like, but they'll put you on and you, like, now like that shit. Too. Yep. Sure. It's great. It's, it's one of those, yeah. like, expanding you know, your friendships. horizons. You know, MySpace was a really, 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 really revolutionary thing for music. Sure. Yeah. Oh, because bringing people just, together, yeah. I mean, like, you know, even if you had your own profile, like personal, mm -hmm. and you could have music on there, like your own kind of playlist, people could check that out. But even for bands, you could just check yep. out bands and like see their top eight. And then I remember you can only have top eight, but if you bought the MySpace CD, it came with a download, you can have a top 16. Oh, snap. And then, but then by, by the end deep. of MySpace, you can have a top 1,000. You know what I mean? The algorithms in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember when I found out you could get past the top eight. You went yeah. to like a top. It was only by multiples of four. And that so would I was cause, like, ooh, I'm going to do a top 16. That would cause right. serious conflict in your life. You oh, took yeah, me off yo, your top eight? What you know about right. it? Why'd like, you push I'm me off right, your top like, eight? Right. I had cousins and like at right. that time, like my mom and all of them was on like all the oh, stuff. No. So they're like, why you don't got me any top eight? To a point where I had to use just a randomizer. Like you never know who's going to be in my top eight. I have none. Just I have no. Yeah. nothing because then, you, like yeah you i remember that during that time drama dj drama land he said uh what time when i was down there, he said yo because this one of course my space is popping diddy came with to, to him i was like yo why ain't in your fucking top eight dog <laughs> <laughs> so this is diddy you know, right like, that I, I remember that about, yo, why ain't in your top eight <laughs> right so it wasn't just the everyday joe doing oh, that everybody everyone everybody obsessed with my <laughs> it's all about the top eight because right. back then the labels dictated it so if you want an arista artist you kind of had all arista people yeah. right. you were like oh, it was right. all those different things right and for a while you couldn't get tom off your fucking thing oh yeah, tom there, like, sitting there in his white shirt like in a classroom and tom never changed his profile pic lazy something happened to him like, was uh, I think it was like Memorial Day weekend in like 2011, and some guy posted like some shitty ass tweet at Tom from MySpace. He's like, "Oh, like I wonder what happened." Because like, like MySpace just sold for like a pennies to Justin Timberlake. Yeah, I remember the that. Whole, it was that Rupert Murdoch thing went mm -hmm, down? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, oh, I wonder what Tom's doing right now. And Tom replies like, Tom's doing good with his fifty-five million dollars while you're sitting there hoping you get a half day at work, dick. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Tom was live. Tom was live. He's waiting. Fifteen years to say that. Right. <laughs> Just waiting. Now about that. So you guys had a project called the TV Maybe Do It. TV I was reading about it. that today, but it yeah. didn't go too in depth. And what? Uh, tell us about that. All right. So um, TV Made Me Do It. It just comes from like I say, us having similar likes and okay. dislikes and stuff so um we sit around and talk about nostalgic shit all day like you see how we talked about eddie murphy to yeah. old school wrestling yeah that all of that type of conversation in one is the album so okay. it's you know he sampled the brady bunch and right he samples, samples you know that's um, great wonder years and a different world and you know all the classic nostalgia work like for like if you're sampling it do you owe do you have to go for permission it uh, it's just it a certain right. amount of seconds used uh, it depends really <laughs> on it's, it's <laughs> kind of big gray area i tell you i tell <laughs> you one thing when you get to a certain level where people are calling about what you, you use sample. what right. you did then at that point you're like i'll take that headache because i it's it's Basically, you may yeah. notice I've sold a good amount, and yeah. people come and they're you know somebody's telling them hey they use their music, yeah, but right. for the most part, if you're not at that level, kind it of doesn't really matter because what you what you sue yeah. for is wages lost. So like, how much did you really lose from me sampling yeah. this if I only exactly. sold thirteen right. copies? Like, exactly. so, not saying we sold thirteen copies, but right. yeah, or exactly. if we sold them at all, yeah. correct? Exactly. But now away. they're getting into, and I just saw this the other day. Some artists are being sued now because. You know how artists put out free mixtapes and, you know, with samples or yeah. they might rap over somebody else's beat. 
now these artists are going and performing those songs That's the same and right. you have to pay you know performance rights like if your song's being played right. bmi or ascap is coming to collect that money so it's a lot of artists performing these songs either with samples or with beats that don't belong to them yeah. and they're, they're catching a little flack from that hopefully it doesn't pick up yeah but yeah. um but that's so, usually with people who are kind of on, like, yeah. the, bigger the bigger artists, artists who right. just decide, oh, I want to put out this mixtape. Yeah. But yeah, we right. dropped, um, I actually got a couple TV guys for y'all. So we dropped oh, TV, sick. made me do it. And, um, <laughs> Thank you. So that's the album. I love it. That people can't see it. Too. That's listening. Yeah. Thank you. Start a podcast, <laughs> people, you get free here. shit. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> so along with the album, we dropped these things, which are relics to some, but... TV guide. That is amazing. This is so, great. along with the album comes the TV guide where. And I'm a nostalgic guy, so I feel like I'm 12 years old. It's or for like you. 10 years old like this a, is for you. This, yeah. this is 100% a passion project. Um, it's something that was that was probably a little bit slept on, but in the next couple of years, people are like, "Yo, this yeah. what they did." Exactly. Oh yeah. So, um, the cool thing about Look it, you know, this. all the articles are the uh, the lyrics to the album, of course. And you know, it's a bunch of like callbacks great. to old TV stuff. You know, eat through the bars, not just the beats. Like even the bars, I'm you know <laughs> right. dropping some I references that you might not know yeah, unless yeah. you was really into the TV in the '90s, yep. the '80s, this is things awesome. like that. And um, the last thing Look about this, we we sold ads in this oh, catalog okay. that funded the whole project. So I funded the whole project through ads from local brands, everything from yeah. the actual tourism board, the city of Philadelphia, to Mitchell & S, to Villa. Right. The Key got uh, on this? The Key yeah, bought an awesome. ad. Shout out to Bruce Warren. Yeah, um, he's awesome. Yeah, so we funded the project through the ads and <laughs> did some nice things. That's really, that's a really on, cool it, way to do this. Yeah, it's man. on every every you know social or um, digital platform, should I say, through Nice Things Music. Casey Jones. Yeah, what you know about Casey Jones? Casey Jones. You see the shirt I was wearing yesterday. That's right. Uh, so the whole Casey Jones joint is like an homage to what Casey Jones did. He came in, he fucked shit up, he left. Vigilante. He's not. Yeah. He's not gonna be on every episode. He's not gonna always be there. Right. Yeah. Right. The song Casey Jones features an MC named Boogie Mandela. Right. I'm not even on the song. Nah. Right. He just comes through and he wrecks shit yeah. on his Casey Jones shit and he leaves. So, so, so he's your Casey. He's, he's my Casey, Casey Jones, Jones. Jones. Of, of our turtles. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. That's it is funny because I just saw the preview for the new movie. Casey oh, yeah. Jones new, is in the new and movie. And they got yeah. Bebop and Rocksteady. I know. That's what I'm talking. I have a Rocksteady in my car right now. <laughs> really? Right? Mint on card. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. Because they re-released everything. They released all the old toys. Okay. But it has a Nickelodeon emblem on it. But like, mm. I, I like... I, it was like my daughter's third birthday. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go run, pick up her toy for her birthday. I grab her $20 toy. I'm like, let me just stroll down the boys' aisle real quick. <laughs> I see the party wagon. I'm about to say, what was your favorite, though? Because the wagon <laughs> yeah, had to be wagon. like. Oh, the pizza shooter. But it was also oh, my yeah, greatest destiny because right. I lost the fucking pizza. Everybody did. So fast. <laughs> it would fly off the couch and then just be gone. <laughs> it's like, remember the crash test, uh, the crash test dummy dolls? Yeah. Yeah. As soon as yeah. it exploded, they were gone. Right. One, How are you so, giving uh, a five-year-old something we smaller just, we had than good a toys Chew on it. Oh, yeah. They were the real thing, man. I'm an avid toy collector. Oh, yeah, good toys. I got like Beetlejuice toys in my trunk. Shit. On oh. card. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's my dream. Karate fighters. Yeah. That's a classic. Yeah. I had rock'em sock'em robots. That's a classic. That was before my time. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. My how era old. is the original Transformers. He man. Right. He man. He man. Oh, yeah. You had the castle. I had Castle Grayskull. G.I. Joe, I had the aircraft carrier, which I never played with. It was like seven so feet. So you had the good G.I. Joe. Yeah. Remember when, the small when ones, they put out the big G.I. Joe? Yeah, I remember like that. Yeah. I didn't like those. No. no well, they weren't the, like, the same as the little guys. Yeah, these were so like durable. The, the big ones. But I had kinda... the original corny 
the WWF wrestling men, the oh, rubber that ones just, that just pull. Yeah, yeah. I had I had Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan I had, had Hulk. the best pulls like this. Yeah, Captain exactly. Lou. Roddy Piper was Captain like Lou. this. I had Captain Lou. I had a lot of managers for some reason. Why? Because like, they were the easy. Know. They were the easy. Because no one bought those. Yeah, so they, they, they were always yeah, there. And Captain Lou. I remember like, why do that I have first them? Christmas. My mom bought me Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage. Roddy Piper and the Iron Sheet and oh. Nikolai Volkov. I had all those. What a great I'm morning. I'm getting thinking about this. I'm just like, <laughs> I have a wrestling buddies. I have a Sting like, yeah. one at my house. Sting. From WCW. Oh, wow. Sting one? WCW Sting. But, uh, the Stinger. The Crow Sting or the original <laughs> Sting? sting. Uh, they they, they the didn't make sting. one up there, the original Oh, yeah. Because like, WCW got crazy hot yeah. in the end of the 90s because of the whole NWO thing. Mm-hmm. But now I'm a, like, I love the, uh, I collect the LJNs. I'm a wrestling collector, like toy collector, but wrestling's my, my, prim- my primary the Hasbro's, the hard plastic ones. Yeah. They, like it's my, I'm the right. boss it. man and hit him with get this. Get the Bret Hart tattoo right here oh, once I start. With the glasses. Oh yeah, just like. Flexing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> really do wrestling all well, like, day, I have especially this, old school wrestling. Yeah, yeah it's great stuff. All, yeah. All Good. I watch long. three hours of the network each night. I just pop He's it on. Addicted. Oh really? Oh yeah. I have WrestleMania parties and shit like that. Yep. It's awesome. See my thing, I was, I was an NWA fan, Mid Atlantic right. NWA, okay. U- okay. UWF. Okay, so you're a Rick world class. Yeah, Tully I'm a. Tully I'm, yeah, I'm, I got you. I'm Dusty Rose, Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Valiant, uh, Larry's. Rest in peace, Dusty Rose. Yeah, like I'm. Yeah. That's Did you guys watch Mania? Yeah, yeah, I watched it. You gotta brought watch, out the polka yeah. dot ladder. You got, Come you on, gotta, you gotta watch Mania. That was every nice. year. Yeah, because I don't really get into it, but it's just every time WrestleMania comes around, it's like for the South Ticket. So when I got, as a man, you gotta watch when it. When I right. got out of wrestling school, I had a, like a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth because it got weird, and I was like, all right, I gotta kind of step back from this for a little bit. But right. I'm still like, you know, live streaming. Oh, WrestleMania, I'll watch it, whatever. Yeah, Baby right. sleeping. Then one day, like, my friend showed me the Stone Cold ET video, mm. and I was just like, I watch Raw tonight. And ever since then, it was just like. And you're Cause, back. Well, because when I was in Ring of Honor, the guy Brian, uh, Daniel Bryan was mm-hmm. Brian Danielson there, and he was the yeah. champion. So I would be in a hotel with him and just sitting, just sitting there, and he's just tired. And like Cesaro was a guy, Claudio Castagnoli, and he was just talking about The Simpsons all the time. Yeah. Like, you have to see this one episode. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you're just cracking up and like, and like you know Tyler Black who's Seth Rollins. You see all these guys oh. there, and I put on Raw. I'm like, they're all here. I'm like, so they all I'm here. invested because I. We shared a hotel. Right, I was right, just a right. student. I was not a wrestler. Right. But yeah. I was seeing these guys just like eating five dollar meals because they're, you know, being a being on the road. Yeah. You know, you're not spending money. Like Mick Foley's called the cheapest wrestler. He would order like toast and wait for the other guys to not finish their food he was eating with and eat their scraps. <laughs> Whoa. They call him the cheapest guy on tour. You know, wow. you know what I mean? Wow. But Mick like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, because the stories, yeah, you're not making that much money. You drive it to a house short of, right? Well, it's the same thing being on tour. You can talk to Pat. There is a time we're in Odessa, Texas. Like, we invested in like the big gold cup, and you can fill it at any like gas station. Yeah. But we were like finding pennies on the street to get Shit. 75 cents to fill our drink. I remember right. like, we're just like, this is bad. Yeah. Bad. Like, filling, getting your mac and cheese cup and filling it with hot water from a gas station sink because that's all you got. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, but that's what you got to do. You're right. living your dream. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Cost something. Cost a lot. <laughs> the, the thing I was wondering about, though, like hip hop artists and all, and like the way the music industry's gone with just like the internet and music just being stolen. You know, because it is being stolen. It's just kind of out there. I feel like you make more money off your merchandise and your actual shows. Your yeah, shows. You can't actually steal that. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. But like, how does that? Do, do hip hop artists make more money per say? We don't make any money. Yeah. Like you don't put out it. You put I'll out a track or something. 
or what, what, what how, how do you is it doing shows and just is that why you're as um, busy as you are yeah that's why exactly that's why you I was follow about to say. chill media on instagram he's going to be on every single feed <laughs> ever <laughs> like five <laughs> times a day Hustle somewhere else in the world doing something it's a network cool. so i gotta always provide content it's like right. just watching tv while well, so. you're just in your work bathroom yeah. like my fucking life sucks to find money or to make money in this industry i feel like you got to be a little bit more business savvy a little bit more creative entrepreneurial yeah, yeah. you got to understand that you, you have to you have to connect your brand with other brands and things like that yeah uh, you're not going to make any money selling music but your right. music no. is what's going to make you money it's that sell makes you. Any sense. right 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 so, yeah um shows merch uh you know you can find like little niches i got watches i have you know scullies i got some hats for <laughs> Best day ever. Oh my god. Birch man. Yes. Hey, Look at this. Great one's mine. Sorry, Harrison. It's okay. I like blue. <laughs> Where do you get your merch made? Because I'll, I mean, um, I'll buy the stuff. Denial. Shout out to the Denial Printing Co. Um, Dub Caesar, my guys down at um, Fifth and Spring Garden. Because okay. yep. I'm trying yeah. to get some. All local, everything. I have a little company called uh, Non Heinous. It was a very. I'll, I'll send it to you on Instagram. Okay. But, uh, it's throwback to toys and like 80s and like 90s video games. It's fun stuff, but I'm gonna like start it. making merchandise. Okay. But I'd like to like keep it as in house as possible. Right, yeah, as yeah. local you know, as possible. Really, yeah. My, these are my guys. Like this is awesome. So what is ni- is nice things your moniker or is Chill yeah. Moody your moniker? Well, Chill <laughs> Moody's my name. Right. Um, it's been my name since I was six months. It's not like a rap name. Like, sure. That's just your name. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, this is Chill my Moody. My government name is last name is Moody, That's awesome. and I've been chill since I was six months. Really? So I've like never heard like my father say my first name. Right. Like people don't use my name. <laughs> That's right? awesome. Yeah. So, so, so nice so things. So nice things started uh, when I, I was about this, ten. That Easy E shirt. Awesome. Oh, um, with the oh with the, um, with the glasses. Yeah. yeah. The nice things started when I was about ten. Uh, my cousin Lil, my cousin Ted, down at the Dome. In West Philly, you've been okay. there. You like they know to yeah, the I mean, dome. No, I've been tell all them. Yeah, Lil and Ted down the dome, which is 50th and Catherine, but we uh, just call right. it the dome, right, right around from Dock Street. I know. Okay. Um, they used to always one of their friends' gates used to always just say like, "We got a lot of nice things," um, and we'd be on the porch, you know, they drinking, smoking, playing cards. Like we're not doing nothing extravagant, but he's like, "Yo, this right here is nice things." So it it developed into right. appreciate whatever you have as nice things, right? Um, Which that's fucking great. is amazing. This, this is going crazy good right now. So <laughs> you posted about two hours ago. You said you wanted to work with Eve. Eve. Okay. About yeah. An hour later, she's following him out of nowhere. Boom. I've never spoke to Eve. I've never even met Eve. Right. So I, I just put it out there. Right. You put it out the there. Universe. You got it. You got it. I was just like, hey, you know, uh, you know, we're setting up. It should be going a little bit. And I was like, are you into the law of attraction? Because he writes, you know, put that energy and the universe will respond. And you can right. talk to Harrison. Like, I am law of attraction. Right. Like, I have my gratitude list. I'm like, yeah. grateful for everything. And it's so, working. But you're just saying here, it's just like, okay, you don't have these extravagant things, but you appreciate and you have these nice things because it's making your life nice. Like, you're, 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 you're grateful for the things you have. You be grateful for the nice things because then you get extravagant exactly. things. Exactly. But, like, you, right. it's what you, what you put out is what you get back. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking, like, oh, my 100%. God, I'm never going to pay off this debt and this everything's going to suck, then it's always going to suck and you're never getting out of debt. But if you're thinking, like, boom, like, good thing, I'm, I'm you know, right. uh, this thinking abundance is the key. Mm-hmm. Just like, like, this is coming my way. I'm going, it's, it's never, like, fail's not even an option. It's like, I'm going to do this. Right. I don't know how long it's going to take, yeah. but you got to have the avenue to right. get there. It's right. important to motivate yourself. Yeah. Right? That's so what I that's all that about. It's kind yeah. of finding so it in I yourself. I was so excited when I seen that. I was like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't fuck with the secret, but. I'm into the I law haven't of got into it. I ain't saying right. I don't fuck. I just haven't well, got into it. But well, law know, of attraction, forty eight laws of power, like those things. Right. Right. Else, that's I'm, more I'm on like it. an infomercial, right? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't blame you for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, I got into it 
Ryback. The wrestler Ryback. Oh, really? Yeah. Feed me more. <laughs> Feed me more. So, uh, do the six pack. We're drinking beers. Every day. <laughs> so he was on Tough Enough originally. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. And he was higher than he got fired. You didn't, oh, yeah. get, you didn't beer him? Oh, do you need one? What? I'm good. I got a beer. Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just standing here. And then uh, I don't know what to do with my hands. So he, he <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what to do with my hands? He got fired, and one of the wrestlers named Doc Gallows, who actually just uh, debuted for the Bullet Club again, or he's gonna be bulletproof or whatever. He said he's like, you know, you should go across the street and you should get yourself this book called The Secret. So I was always just like, all right, that sounds neat, but I never looked into it. And one night, like, I stopped watching wrestling on my Roku. I'm like. I'll throw it on Netflix, just see what's on. And like for some reason I went to documentaries and it was just like boom, the secret. I'm like, I'll throw it on. I yeah, did I that February first and it changed my life. Cause I was like, you know, I wasn't the most like negative guy, but I felt like shit about myself. And right. And I kinda realized like the more I felt bad about myself, I was just like, This isn't What a waste of energy. It's, right. I'm, nothing's ever gonna go good for me. If I'm just always like, well, I, this is this sucks. This is never gonna fucking happen. This is bullshit. And I watched it. I was like, wow. And I started talking to Harrison. He's like, all right. I'm mean, like, I guess that kind of makes sense. And like things started happening around here. He's yeah. like, this is getting crazy. Well, like, yeah, it was very how quickly like you would start. It was like, I think the example that one of the books gives is like, don't start with something big. Start with a cup of coffee. I, yeah. I, want, a cup of, I want a cup of coffee today. I would love to have a cup of coffee just kind of. Find its way to me, and, and then you go, in come into work. A there's a box of Dunkin' Donuts, of coffee. Dunkin Donuts <laughs> coffee, and it's sitting there. It's just like, what? Well, all right, had before, cool. Hasn't since. Maybe. You know I mean? Well, no, no. I mean, but it did, it kept happening. It was like three weeks of like you would just put out little things, and it, and it kept and coming it kept back. coming like that day, whatever you wanted, food, and they, co- they, like little stuff. They say it's good to be very specific for what you want to ask for because it can be good and bad. If, if, yeah. you're, if you're thinking a bad thing, you'll get that bad thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You open so that's why I think it's always up, yeah. good to, like, you know, think a positive thing. And if someone's, like, they say, if like, someone's had, you, you see someone's having a bad conversation or arguing or they're not understanding something, they, they say it's good to give your peace the best you can but still think for them a good thing. Like, all right, he may not understand what I'm saying. doesn't mean I'm upset with him. I just want him to be okay. I want her to be okay. Yep. Just find peace with whatever. Mm-hmm, Instead right. of being like, fuck them, I'm yeah. out of here. Then something bad happens, you're like, shit. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. responsible for that. Right, right, right. <laughs> Did I no, hurt yeah. this person? No, but yeah, it's a great tool to kind of get you up off the couch or whatever, get you going. Because yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, it's not. It's. I don't think the law of attraction is going to change your life. Like hard work will, but to get to that hard work or keep going when you're thinking like you keep but hitting when you walls, get them, them couple sparks. Of, exactly, right, this is working. Exactly, yeah. it that makes victory. You want to work harder because yep. you got to see and progress. That's, what, that's what's yeah. going to get you. Yeah, exactly, like become like a big. conduit in here of it. Of you, just like, it's just very the, weird just how powerful. Be positive about this. Yeah. I'm doing it for my daughter too because right. it was affecting me at home. Like I'd okay. be in a bad mood and she like want to do something. I'd just be like slouchy, like Ugh, you know yeah. what I mean. But I'm thinking, I'm like I am wasting precious time. Sure, like I'm fucking this up. All you got. Big fight with my fiance and she's just like. You know, you, you're home, and she's just on the iPad or the computer, and you're just fucking doing this. I'm just like, <laughs> and like, but like, you, you think about it, it's just like you are just wasting time. And right. I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get her breakfast, get her food in her stomach. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go get food shopping, take care, of whatever. Yep. But you realize how much time you are wasting. I'm like, you know, I feel like I just had my daughter, and today she's just like, <sighs> I'm making her chicken fingers and fries. She's like, are the chicken fingers terrible? I'm like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. She's like, oh, I just don't want them to be terrible. Right. I'm like. Right. Stay five for a little bit longer. Stop growing up. You know what I mean? Uh, but that, that's cool about the nice things, man. Because I remember, like, we met each other at uh, the Band of Brewers. Band of Brewers, right. And, like, I didn't know what was going on. I thought you were just, like, hanging out with Matt. 
and then because I'm used to Kurt Decker, and we we've talked about him on before because he he a nodding head, and uh, he would come out and like say, "Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show, everybody." Then the second band, he's like, "Hey, fucking yeah. band was great." <laughs> I heard. And yeah, the, he would get ripped. And then yeah. by the third band, he's like speaking in tongues. He's like, "Oh, <laughs> so much yeah. beard." Like, I told you to come right. with me. Yeah. That day. I forgot I was, what you were doing so the, that day. The best is after the third you band. Out the night before. Yeah, I was out there. I see Chill in the backstage. He's just kind of sitting on the couch, just like breathing. I'm like, yep. "You alright?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm fine. Just, just gotta pace myself, yep, man." I know. I'm like, "It's dangerous here. Everybody's just handing you beer." But that wasn't a drunk thing. That was a like. Like a withdrawal thing. Like, look yeah. at all this beer, and I'm like, not doing what just, I just, I would do. Like, right. I really want all of this beer, and I'm really listening. Right. He's just sitting on his phone. Like, oh, man, oh, man, oh, right. man, oh, man, oh, man. Because he told me, he said, you got to <laughs> come. Right. He's like, yo, Sunday, but it's a great event. I went out. No, it's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I was I out real late. Yo, so I many of y'all and y'all, some like um, brewers, like, play music. Like, good. I call breweries the land of the failed musician. Right. Because everybody. I'm not going to be on tour. Fuck it, I'll brew beer. It's not right. like, oh, we make beer, let's play some music. It's like, yo, we make music too, but yeah. right. we just make beer better. Like, well, I was actually right, straight right, edge when right. I got into music. Really? Oh, really? So like, when we went on our tour, I, was, I did no drugs. I was vegan, did no drugs. I was just like, I want nothing in my body. Talk about wasting time. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> yeah. I, I grew up like I grew up in Bradford. Right no off like, yeah, so I, my, my studio is not there. too far from there. Right. Fra- my dad grew up in Frankfurt. So yeah. we, we spent time in Frankfurt. My mom had a, she got a, a thing called Guillain-Barre when I was in 10th grade. So that would be like 2002, 2003. And what it is, it's an incurable immune deficiency to kind of disease. Mm. Not like AIDS or anything, but like a shut. Like you have no immune system and it kills your nerves. Yeah, there's no way to cure it. There's Damn. probably about 200 thousand cases in, in the entire planet. Shit. Wow. So yeah. every time you get older and you go to keep on a doctor, okay, it's one milligram. Now it's three milligrams. Now it's five milligrams. Up in Giving the her dose. pain medication yeah. out the ass, and she's not eating. So, I, <sighs> she, she wasn't. I wouldn't say like a drug addict or a junkie, but I will say more along the lines of just an abuser. Right. Mm-hmm. Like. Calling me at weird, weird like times at the night and like yeah. not making sense. One yeah. time, like she like dropped my nephew on me, like she's hand handed him to me. And she falls into me. I'm like, oh my fuck! I'm like you're so lucky. My sister's not here. She would kill you. Yeah. But like, so I just I was like, I want nothing to do with drugs. Yeah. I want nothing to do with drugs. And I see like my dad was always perfectly fine, but his friends were real drunk to a right. point where like I would just sit on my porch with my friends, and be like eating pizza or something. And you see him walk like walk out of the bar, just kind of like step forward. Step back. I'm like, oh, it's windy. He's down. Three seconds. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Go. I'm just like, I never want to be that guy. Right. Sure. But yeah. In that area, it is a, it's a lot of bars, a lot of drugs. You know, like, yeah. I, I wish I had like my little league team photo here, and I could be like, dead, dead, jail, dead, dead, uh, junkie, dead. Like, yeah. It's like it's a shame because there's kids and they don't even recognize you now. Mm-hmm. You see them and like you know they're 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 trying to act hard and try. I'm like like we're from the same neighborhood, man. Yeah. yeah. I know how hard it gets. It's not hard at all here. Mm-hmm. There's a Wawa. Seriously, there's nothing there's nothing to be hard about here. Nothing. Right. It's like stop it, Dan. <laughs> right, Dan. You know? Dan. Yeah, right. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What are you writing on a wall for? You know what I mean? It's like stop. Right. But like, it's a sh- it's a shame. So like I stayed away from it. So I didn't really start yeah. drinking until I was twenty two and it was because of the owner here. Yeah. And he was just like, Hey, like I, I homebrewed some beers, check them out, and they weren't good. But at least you drink good. Like you're not just like well, I didn't have the five years start off of drinking bad. in the woods and you know what I mean? You don't know like, you 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 have natty natty stories, the lion head. Yeah. The the so nights crazy. of Nikolai Vodka where oh, it's God. like cheap and oh. you well, there, there was one time like I did drink for like a two period month when I was like sixteen when I was in a band and like I remember, like the girl like 
the girl who was liking me came over to my house because I had no girlfriend at the time, but oh, she was trying to be great. my girlfriend. She was older than me, so she wouldn't come out and say it. She was like a senior in uh, high school, and I was a freshman. I'm like, this is working great this for me. Awesome. I'm the man. <laughs> you know I mean? So she comes over, like she steals like her parents' vodka. I'm like, I'll drink vodka. What, what, what do the I fuck know? Do to me, <laughs> orange juice. Woo! And I'm and like an hour later, I'm throwing up so hard in the toilet, yes. it's shooting, hit me in the eyes. And I'm just laughing like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> my dad's like, you all right? I'm like, I'm cool, man. He's like, all right. I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> He's been there. He's got, been there. Oh, he had. Right. There's one time he's just knocking on my door like, Kyle, what, Dad? What are you doing, man? Nothing. I'm just I'm just watching hockey. I got some weed. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, that's cool, but I don't smoke, man. And he's like, you sure? I'm like, I'm really sure. And it's quiet for a second. He's like, all right, I'm going to leave now. <laughs> That's the man. Like we got, like we got busted one time. So this is a story you might like. Uh, we recorded down in Callow Hill, right next to a Tusta Jazz Studios, mm-hmm. in the same little, uh, actually, next door to it. And uh, there was a guy who was recording us, and he was like, kind of. Like, we were very green. We were 16. We we're just kind of going to throw money at someone to record our band, five songs in the summer of 2002. And uh, he brought up the idea of like wanting to manage us, and we're like, no. Mm. So he <laughs> stopped calling us. Had mm-hmm. our masters, we never had anything, so um, yeah, he kept we wow. went down and slashed his tires, but I didn't slash his tires. <laughs> I didn't do it, but right, I was there. Yeah, right. yeah. I didn't like, stop my, it my, from happening. My friend Adam did it, but he had my phone number. The, yeah, the so, guy, the, so the producer got, did. Yeah, yeah, he so had he your got phone to his number. Car yeah. and he calls. He's like, my phone money for these tires. And my dad's like, fucker, fucker, and, like drive me to go drop the money off to this guy in Tacony at like 150 bucks. My dad's like, God, if you do this shit, I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh fuck, he's gonna hit me. <laughs> and he's like, you just don't get caught. I'm like, oh. I'm like I love my dad. Yeah. <laughs> but there was times like we'd be fucking around in that studio. I'd be doing like the jerk off motion. Just, I'm 16, just having fun. And Jill Scott walks out. Oh yeah. And then I'm just like, <gasps> like I can't. I, I don't. I, I hold it like. Oh. And, and she looks at me. She starts going, "That's funny." And starts doing the motion too. And then I heard like Jeff rip into a band. He like rip into like an act. He was just like. He was playing something over and over. He's like, he's like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? This ain't the hits. Jay-Z make the fucking hits. Right. And we're sitting there. We're not even in a studio. We're like, whoa. Like, no one's saying anything. He might hear you. You it's, know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. he was an intense motherfucker. Because he's killing it. All business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's right. just like, he did, everybody has dreams. You know what I mean? Sure. But when it comes down to, I feel like, putting your stuff on record it's all business. Yeah. You have, you got to put your best foot forward. Everybody thinks it's like glitz and glam making a video. Right. Everything's cool. I'm in a band now. I'm doing no, this. That's where you gonna... separate the men from the boys. Right. He was, he there. was, I learned a lot. And that five minute tirade he had, I'm just like, wow. I was looking at the guy <laughs> in the band. I was like, we right. should chill the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, because everybody can't record. Everybody doesn't record well. Right. Every, everything's got sounds good if you're saying it to yourself in your bedroom yeah. or like in your shower or something. Yeah. You know what and I mean? And it's a big difference. And, I mean, a lot of times, especially when you're dealing with a studio where there's money involved and everything, yeah. like time it's is an money. Investment, and yeah. Is he still down there in Cow Hill? Is that a spot? Nah, or nah, did he nah, move nah. out? He got his own his own situation at his crib. Nice. Yeah, the, the touch of jazz, when did that stop? Like it's like mid two thousands. Yeah. But it's I mean, other studios are down on Cowell Hill. Uh, yeah, um, Milk Boys down there. Yeah. Right. At one oh, point Milk it was Larry Gold there. Studio, oh, then okay. it switched up and so it's, it's all studio. Yeah. And Bell got wild. a studio down there. Yeah, so it's always in that area. Yeah. So do you like to record at one certain spot, or you kind of float around? Um, what I like to do and what I'm doing right now are two different things. <laughs> sure, <laughs> okay. sure, okay. Uh, I like to have 
I enjoyed when I had, you know, just one engineer, one right. spot to record. This guy helped me to develop my sound. Right. Like, boom. But, um, yeah. you know, you can't always do that. Um, sometimes you're on the road. Sometimes, you know, you just got to get it done. Yeah. Um, so I like to have a home base. But then, you know, if we've got scratch tracks, like me and him might sometimes just be in the studio. You know, he's making beats or watching soccer or something. Like, we're sure. just... Like hanging out, but it's like, you know, something we got to record real quick. He can record yeah. it, you know, get the scratch down. But, you know, then we got to take it to somewhere else or whatever, whatever. But okay. my dream, like what I would love to do is just to have a studio of your with own. multiple rooms. Yeah, with my own with yeah. multiple rooms where I can just pop in and out of rooms. Like what y'all doing in here? Work on this. What y'all doing in here? Like just just move around and just work on it. Because I work on a lot of different like projects at the same time. I don't right? even know when you sleep. I don't. Yeah. That's like good. three hours a day. Legit- yeah, that you're probably legitimately. Like, no, I'm not lying. I saw I, I saw the documentary one time where Kobe Bryant was talking about he only slept three hours, and he plays 48 minutes of basketball. Right. If he can do that, I can do that. And right. Kobe's, you know, arguably one of the greatest. He's okay. He was okay. Yeah. Oh, he's, 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 he's all right. Maybe um, Nah, he's uh, of course. Like, Wes, what do you think about Kobe? Don't get me started. <laughs> no, yeah, you got a lot of opinions. No, get started. I'm not a Kobe. All right. Well, was he supposed to be? All right. It's a it's a lot of personal things. Sure. That's the real stuff. Was he supposed to be a Hornet? He was drafted by. Well, he was drafted by by Charlotte, but he told them they already knew that he wasn't going to play there. So how did they get a trade from the Lakers or something? Yeah, they traded Vladdy. Vladdy. Well, the Lakers traded Vladdy Divac and Eddie Jones. They would go to Charlotte for Kobe and that 12th pick, and that also freed up money and everything, and that led to Kobe going there. But my personal thing with Kobe because we're the same age and. Did you Rock. go to Lower Marion or nah. rival school? I, I went to Roxboro, but right. we know a lot of the same, same people. people. Oh, just right. say it. Just say it, man. What? Just say it. No, one of my best friends used to date his cousin, and I okay. was around him, and he just I just ain't like his aura. I mean, yeah. it was his chick. Oh, with the chick I was dealing with in Winfield, who used to, he kind of scooped her up. So, yeah. <laughs> Kobe stole his girl. That wasn't uh. my girl. It was a little side chick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> He had a Land Cruiser, and I was on Scepter. I don't know. Land Cruiser. And I was on Scepter back then. He was on Scepter. He had a Trizzy. Kobe came throwing a Land Cruiser. Like, look, just got this And she was just a little too hyper. And she, Uh you know, got them bright eyes. Sure. She would go there. It was that. And also because I was heavy into the basketball scene. It was a big basketball scene in the city. Sure. And Kobe played in the suburbs, and he got the preferential treatment. Like, back then, you know, Philly schools and suburban schools didn't play in the state playoffs right so he went to the state finals and won but the couple of times he did play city schools because there were a lot of good city schools i remember he lost when they played roman frankfurt was a good team grass like they were real good city schools so a lot of city guys were like i mean no doubt you're good yeah but But, you don't play against the guys in the city like they would play up st joe's every sunday right everybody did basketball so it's kind of that whole thing like you're around that time you see him differently now i never thought that he would be that great right like i knew he was good because I remember the story was he beat Stackhouse in the 101 uh, right. when we were in high school. And everybody was like, oh, he beat Stackhouse in right, 101. Right, so right. Stackhouse was the man. Yeah, that was yeah. Stackhouse. Yeah, he was average 20 yeah, games. If you didn't have a pair of Felas and a Stackhouse oh, shirt, Stackhouse Philadelphia, Philadelphia, you were, you were fucking the, up. You I were fucking yeah. up. Remember Grand Sports Hills. Illustrated for Kids? Yeah. Oh, the, the little car, <laughs> Grant Ant Hill. <laughs> it was just him as an ant like, yo! <laughs> remember the East Bay catalogs? Oh, I used to get oh, yeah. all the sneaks oh, out of it. Oh, man. I was a track sneak person in high school, really? so... I used to order yeah. Mizunos, all that stuff from like yep. Japan. Yep, Mizunos, I remember that. Yeah. I was all about tracksuits. Were, were, the, were they Sockanese? Remember Sockanese? Sure. Were like, yeah. the same thing. It's funny because they really are Sockanese. 
But in the hood, we say Sacconi. No, I said, I, I was like, <laughs> no one knew. Nobody do a top sock commercial. They were like, right. Sockety. I'm like, what is that? What's well, Sockety? I pronounced it wrong. Nah, I'm saying it wrong the whole time. Yeah, I said Sacconi. Sacconi. I had some Sacconi. I got a pair of Sacconi's in the crib right now. Yeah, comfortable as hell. Yeah, Nah, so they always mess with me. Him and this guy's Hank always mess with me about Kobe. Plus, I'm a diehard Jordan fan, too. Sure. Kobe, we coming so, for you, man. You better watch sure. out. And, I mean, I respect. I hated him for those years. It's funny. Before the Lakers won the championship in 2000, though. Well, how much I used it to hurt rock you with the Lakers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when well, 2000, when they went, it hurt it. But 2001, yeah. it really hurt it because that's what Kobe. I want to take the heart out of Philly. Ugh. And he was just always doing shit to, to separate us. himself from Philly. Like, right. Like, the Dodgers game when the Philly started playing it. The Dodgers are the play, and he just did so much sucker stuff. Yeah, right. that's they true. Snitching on Shaq, <laughs> right? Yeah, Who what does happened that? with him and Shaq? Uh. Well, when he got caught with the whole alleged rape charge, I gotta use the air quotes like y'all see it. Yeah, um, he was talking to the cops, and he was saying, "So, well, maybe I should just start paying people off like Shaq do, or paying off." And saying something, and it's that got out. Oh, no. Yeah, and that's a that's, and that's a man why Shaq got upset. When that's Shaq code. already didn't like him, uh, they Shaq supposedly smacked him up in practice a couple of times. Yeah. They always had issues because he was just. I mean, he wasn't a. He grew up differently. That's another thing. Right. Sure. He grew up in Italy. He came over here when he was he in what middle school, right. high but his, school. His old man was a Sixer, though. Yeah. Right? yeah. But he never really grew up in a normal American setting around different people. He was always right. different. So, how guys have that whole camaraderie, he just didn't really have that. Right. And oh, even still later, that's yeah. why a lot of free agents probably play him because just different now as he's gotten older it's always when somebody's on their last leg they change their personality a little bit and you start to sure. appreciate certain things you want to yeah. try to have some friends but yeah. you know right. Kobe he was just saying he ain't got no friends yeah he, like, he yeah. was just Friendly a different dude he doesn't even fuck with his family yeah. Yeah. but he got married it's, it's funny I a lot of people know the story. This is but, insane. This is crazy. But one of my, my one of my best friends growing up he's cool with like somebody who's from Kobe's family and they said um because, you know, when he got married to Vanessa, his dad and them, like, he basically blackballed his family because they didn't want him to marry her. Huh. And he said, supposedly, <laughs> when, he, when his dad was saying something like, yeah, why you, you know, what the hell's going on? He says, Kobe supposedly told him, man, nobody sucked my dick like she did. <laughs> and he's like, dude, you're 20. <laughs> you're 21, though. You're going right, to get a lot more blowjobs as yeah, time goes right. on. Like, uh, you're just new to this. Right, nah. right. But right. he got caught up. <laughs> nah, I'm riding with him now. You like, ride with him? Yeah, yeah. like, come on. Uh, <laughs> that's fucking great. I'm wow. riding with you. Mama. Nah, yeah, the Mama whole, things. Mama out. Mama, <laughs> out. Mama out. Mama things. Oh, ma- Mama things. <laughs> yeah, the whole two, like 2001, the vibe around Philadelphia was very hostile. Oh, yeah, because yeah, it was like you a Philly guy. And it was just, that team was so, that Sixers team was so Philly. Aaron Iverson yeah. was just like, that was your fucking guy. Pretty you would mag- think he's from, he embodied Philly, even he though he's not from he, that no, I think what happened was we adapted to his style. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, Braids wasn't Philly. It was Iverson. Yeah. yeah. We, we changed the nation. He yeah. changed the game. He changed. He brought a yeah, whole new element whole to the game. NBA. Yeah. Exactly. He's you know, cultural he, icon. he did his own yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. He made Hell some yeah. mistakes. He was a little wild growing up. But who the fuck was But that wasn't? was part of the yeah, game. That's part of it. Yeah. That's part of the game. And that Ugh. became more part of the game because of him. Yeah. But, yeah, you look that's true. throughout, you know, how the shift of everything changed. When he got there, like, around 90, 99, the whole NBA, whole everything That was a big shift, yeah. Everybody had braids. Everybody had a bunch of tattoos. Dudes, if you ask anybody from that era, they all talk about AI. Remember Boozer was like no tattoos, right. and two years later, he's just right. like a yeah, cop, like, yo, yep. up to his neck. Like, all right. Martin, remember Kenny yeah. Martin, thug of the NBA. Yeah. But everybody in all those NBA guys, the first person they would talk, like they all had kind of an admiration for Iverson. Everybody says stories, I feel like you have to say that. But like the number two is always just like Allen Iverson. 
I wanted to be like. I Alan mean, Iverson. Jordan. Jordan. I'm not gonna say. I can honestly say wasn't as influential to the game as Allen Iverson no. was. Um, he's the greatest player of all time. Right. He's not as influential as much of a cultural icon. He I, didn't I, in, Jordan in the game in the hood. Are cultural icon. Right, right, right. But right. Like Jordan, brand. Jordan as as a person. Nah. Nobody. Straight, yeah. You want to play like Mike. You didn't really want to be like Mike. Yeah, you wanted exactly. to be like Iverson. You didn't yeah. really right. want to be like Mike. Like, right. You don't want to wear Jordan jeans. Your jeans are a little tighter than Jordan's jeans. Oh, well, yeah. nobody wants to wear Jordan jeans. You never now. really wanted to really got be dad like Jordan Mike. I remember Iverson, we was playing spades with Iverson when I was in high school. I'm playing spades with Iverson in Hula Hands. Yeah. Up on the on City Line Ad. Yeah. It's a high school, just chilling. I right. remember one day we, my, my man T, um, my brother, we parked in between. We parked in a regular parking spot going into Fridays. Nobody in was there, the whatever. He wasn't there yet, though. So we just parked. Boom. We come back out. Like, we seen Iverson in there. We know he in there, whatever. We come back out. T drive a little red Corsica. <laughs> T had a Corsica. Yeah, he had a little red Corsica. <laughs> if, if y'all don't know how T's frame is. Yeah, yeah. It's Big my dude. little brother, but he's about... Three, Just think of three the, the, the big angry bird. It's like a black. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Big angry it's bird. Like yes. A black Robin big. Like, yeah. 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 That's anyway, dope. we come back out to the car and we're sandwiched by Bentleys. Because AI parked both of his Bentleys. A Corsica around a little Corsica. Corsica. Uh, so it's like shit. We didn't want to walk to the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to wait it out. Walk the Bentley direction, but like go to like. That's yeah. fucking hilarious. Oh, that's what are you? Awesome. I'm smoking a cigarette. I don't even have. I'm just waiting. Yeah, I'm, yeah, right. <laughs> and we in high school. We like this is crazy. <laughs> right. We look like some the hell am I doing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah but awesome. yeah, he and also from I mean just a Philly sports thing because around that time that's when I first came back from college. You know, it was early 2000s. Sure. And that's when. Iverson changed the whole dynamic of even Old City in Philly. That's when Old City right, was first right, popping up, up, and it was so it was so popping down there in the nightlife scene. Like he was literally out from Wednesday to Sunday. Yeah, like I always saw things out, and you would just see Iverson now, and they added a buzz to the city because he was right. an athlete. And I mean, right. this is also with Don Donovan. The Eagles are rising up, but sure. Donovan was yeah, the opposite end of that. Right. But he was still right. out on the scene, so and it was Donovan kind of a didn't really even want to be there. He just I had know. to be like the the antithesis. Like he that had was, to be so that was a it. trying time because you got to think about the whole 1990s. Harrison's from Connecticut, but he's a he's a Philadelphia fan. He's a he's a transplant, I guess you'd yep. say. So you had the Phillies in '93, which were not supposed to happen. Yeah, that was that the flash was, That right. was like your uncles and his work friends who were playing for <laughs> yeah. the Phillies and they just took it almost all away. Like the current right. Sixers scene. And then, right. yeah, seriously, it's like, hey, it's all my little cousins are playing for the Sixers tonight. Right. You, it's probably so bad for the Sixers right now. You could just like show up for warm ups, like, all right, give me a shot. I'll do it. I got the gear. I'm fine. I bought the Models for 90% off. Well, right. <laughs> what's your favorite name from that 93 Phillies team? Incavilia. Pete Incavilia. Pete That beard. Because everybody had a beard. It was scruffy. But he had like the Jerry Curl. Yeah, the Jerry Curl. It was like a was it a mullet Jerry was terrible. He would everybody hit the was out of so shape on that team. Everybody was. Morandini. Well, Morandini looked normal. Mickey. Right. Morandini. Well, because he looked like a 12 year old. Yeah. <laughs> Inky was my guy too. Yo, Kruk. Was how were they? How were they pro Kruk. athletes? John Cruck almost killed me. Oh, really? So, <laughs> <laughs> what? Listen right. to this story. Father's Day, 1993. Yes. My dad's like, "Whoa, go to Phillies game. It's great." Down at the vet, dirty ass vet. We got like 20th row seats, maybe like a 20th row right behind first base. Okay. I'm sitting there, it's great. Phillies are on. It's hot. I remember oh, yeah, being like seven, turf. being yeah. like, yeah. "Oh man, this is hot, Dad. I, yeah. I gotta go to the bathroom." So my mom's taking me to the bathroom. Walking up the steps, 
I hear loud drive hits my hair like like, like whoa just that. yeah just knock your hat off your head hits my hair like grazes my ear and smacks a dude's leg like right there it'll sound like Ooh. oh and I was just like huh. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that if that hit me oh, I would yeah. have been, been done. Done. out it sounded like a swarm out. of bees like and in slow motion, just like graze my hair in my ear. And like, a dude sitting there, like, you know, Pierre Robert from MMR? He kind of like a big, like, hippie. Yeah, right. He just was like a big, long hair, like, rose colored glasses. Like, hit short shorts because it's 93. <laughs> <laughs> he's a yeah. like, like, oh. And he goes, like, he's like, <laughs> and it's like dead leg. I, was just, I remember being like, if that hit, I, I'm thinking now, like, it would be like Dead. Gallagher. I would have been like a watermelon for Gallagher. Pop. Right. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> My head would have just over. exploded. I would have been on the Faces of Death video. It's Straight just like, oh, damage. watch yep. seven year old get killed by John Crook. That's why I never, anytime I go to a baseball game, I never sit in that lower it part because the line drives. I know, right? I remember, oh, like, God. it was yesterday. I was walking, like, man, I would have been real bad. Just like, keep walking. <laughs> yep. But no, I mean, 93, you had the Eisenreich, who was schizophrenic. Yeah. Uh, Eisenreich. Darren Dalton, who was just like a fucking Playgirl model. Yeah. When you watch any 93 videos, he just never has a shirt on. So it was always cut off sleeves, and that mullet was amazing. Oh, and, and like, he was just like, he reminded you of the natural Roy Hobbs. Remember that right? movie, the natural? Sure. He was just a broken down man, but could just like hit that ball so hard. He's like, yo, all right. See but right that was on those Roy. That whole team was roided oh, up, too. Lenny Dykstra. Lenny Dykstra. Oh, goodness. He looked like a mad ball. Remember the mad ball? He was just, <laughs> <laughs> he, he was just like there was like veins on his Lenny veins. Lenny was just walking right. steroids. That's yeah. what he was. And, uh, but my my personal favorite for the '93 team was West Chamberlain and Milt Thompson. Oh, Milt! I know Remember Milt when Tom. we yeah. we struck out the Braves? West Chamberlain yeah. slips on the dugout. <laughs> He's so excited he falls. Yeah. So back in those times, I was I was a Braves fan only because I played little league. Okay. And who's your guy? Dave team, Justice or McGriff? Um, Maddox, Dave Justice. I don't know. I was a I was a Braves fan for years Dude, because my team was the Braves, so Sweet I felt like you know right, I had right, right. To, I had to be a Braves. Got it. Yeah. Um, but then I got like a little smarter. Well, but at that time, like the you Phillies, always come home. No, the Phillies right. weren't winning then, so you had no, no choice. You're gonna like a team that's winning. I was winning. a Braves fan, and Braves, um, when I learned more up. about the game, yeah, I Chipper became, Jones, I became you know a Ra- I mean? yeah, Chipper Jones, Andrew Jones. What? I became more of a, a Red Sox. Ron Gant, Sid Breen. Sid. That's the main thing. <laughs> like I'm not into baseball like I used to be. Right. When I was in the early night, I was just a super like I'm I've gotten into other sports, but I was sure. just a super sports fanatic in the early nights, ESPN because yep. cable. Oh, yeah. So I used to watch yep. crazy hockey, crazy baseball, yep. like everything that was on. Was world, so I used man. to watch the Braves because they used to come with TBS. Right. Sure, I remember and they that. were the new coming up team. That, so yep, I yep. actually watched the Braves yeah. a lot as a kid. I just I remember just being so impressed with Ron Gant because he wasn't a gigantic guy, yeah. but he would just upper deck home runs like you couldn't fucking believe it. And I used to love Fred McGurr when he swung, the way he, the bat would fling, like, oh, afterwards. Yeah. It's weird because I'm thinking back how Dude, much Hayward I was looks into like it back then. Like the and way I'm he not wears his it. gear, yeah. Yeah. Hayward looks just yeah. like McGriff. I didn't know that shit went down with David Justice, like, going from the Yankees to the Athletics in the Moneyball movie. Oh, yeah. Because, like, that one yeah, right. scene where right, like, he's right, right. In, like, doing, like, BP by himself. He's like, oh, is he, I'm the most important guy on the team. He's like, yeah, so important. We're getting paid $7 million by another team for you to be here. Yeah. He's like, oh. Oh yeah, right. buddy boy. Right, right, right. <laughs> but Dave Justice was great, man. Like you hate, like I feel like when your team's doing really well, you follow the rival teams even more. Yeah. So you right. know more about them. So like the the Mets didn't really matter then. They had nobody. Yeah. But you had Tom Glavin, Gary Maddox, 
John Smoltz. Yeah. You know what I mean? The pitching rotation for uh-huh. the Braves that uh-huh. time was insane. Yeah. It's a Hall of Fame rotation. Right. You know right. what I mean? That's yeah. what they had. And they were in the playoffs every right. year. Every year. Every year. The whole only, decade in the and 90s. They only yeah. won one time. Yeah. One time. What against Cleveland? Cleveland, yeah. I think. Which, come Cleveland on, Kenny Lofton. And that Albert Cleveland Be- team, you look back, should never I have lost. I was horrified right. at Albert Bell. I'd be sitting in my house watching the game like, I hope he's not The fact they had Manny. Albert Bell, oh, Ramirez, Albert Bell, Kenny Alomar, Lofton. Kenny Lofton. He was walking up the fucking walls. Did Tome was on that team? <laughs> Tome, of course. Like that team, it was no reason that team should have lost. But what right. Charlie Mantle was, Manny was the bat in it. Yeah. The, uh, well, coach was, on well what team. happened was '94 they were red hot too, and then it yeah. went halfway in strike. And I mean, who's that? Right. Carlos Baerga. Oh, Carlos Baerga. Yeah. Remember See, Andres Galarraga for the Rockies? Oh, yeah. God. See, I'm, I'm 90s. 90s sports. That's what I'm talking about. It's a great time. Oh, man. <laughs> Hell of a decade. But, but like Field. we're saying, so you had the Phillies in 93, which ended abruptly. Ruined yeah. my whole second grade day the next day. It was yeah. a nightmare to go to school. I, I couldn't get it. a little later than it. 97. Flyers <laughs> in 97 with the Red Wings. And then you had the Sixers so, in 2001. So That Flyers, Flyers thing was Bullshit. I happened to be a Red Wings fan at that time. <laughs> <laughs> this is like every other. My sports team is weird. My sports team. And is that's weird. the end of the podcast. <laughs> Listen, so my introduction to hockey was right. NHL. I guess like ninety six. Ninety six. Sergey Fedorov. Yeah, Sergey Fedorov. Nicholas Lindstrom. Iserman. Chris Osgood. And this is around. Osgood. You know, yeah. I'm talking about. I'm talking about NHL on Super Nintendo. Right. Oh, so yeah, that was exactly. my introduction to hockey. I love those games game. were great with the star. It's right. Great. Oh, exactly. Um, yeah. Remember yeah. Mario Lemieux hockey when they used to yes. fight on there? Yes. Remember Gretzky 3D hockey where there was no boards? I remember uh. the system was there. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube it. Revolutionary. Wayne 3D hockey. There was no boards. I think was, I do remember that. It's a sheet of ice and the puck doesn't go beyond the ice or anything, but there's no boards. So you yeah, can like, see weird. everything. Mario Lemieux hockey. The best Sega. hockey game of all time still is NHL 92, 92 from 90, Genesis. 92? 92. When... when Jeremy Roenick was the best hockey player oh in any video God. game. Oh, right. Blackhawks. Right. The Black, right. I, I played with the Blackhawks on it. Sure. everybody. And, um, How could you not? What's my man named Bell that played for the uh, the Blue? The, the Blues. Talk about um, Brett Hall? Yeah, Brett Hall. Brett Hall, yeah. He was on uh, Mario. Yeah, but that's fight. how I got right. into right. hockey was right. in so HL 92. I got into hockey for the game, and I always picked the Red Wings. So I'm like, all right, this is They're my the hockey best team. team. Yeah. 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 This was a year before the sweep. So then eighth grade, they come up with, I'm in eighth grade at the time, they come sure. with the sweep. They're playing, the, I come with a broom to class. Like, and I, I didn't know You're how. You're that guy. I went, to, I went to Masterman. I didn't know how okay. serious these kids were about oh, hockey. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, it cost. got a little rough in class. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sure, oh. I'm talking shit. Like, yeah. Man, yeah. Oh, man, Let's white kids in hockey. Stuff. I'd stay away from it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a whole new world, man. But you know the crazy I played, actually, a little fat. I played street hockey as a kid. Right. Uh, okay. I mean, it is yeah. yeah, it was We're weird. The only street hockey mm-hmm. team in the hood. Because uh, I grew up in North Philly. And sure, my right. older friend actually was on um, the 19th and in- Cumberland. Okay. Like right near I planted trees up there. I planted trees for a while, so I got really familiar with Cecilia doing that. So my older, my best friend growing up, my older friend, he was Mr. Sports Fanatic. He's the one that got me into everything. So for some reason, at the community center 22nd and had the one actually with jill scott is in for less long uh-huh. walking apart that same one because she grew up near me in the gym we had like a street hockey thing and right it was just this guy came and did it for the kids so i got into hockey that way like we actually had the goalie stuff it would be funny in the middle of north philly i had goalie stuff we'll be in yeah. our street set of the goalposts and right playing around and stuff which wasn't the norm did but you had the pads yeah i had the pads the and Myrek. everything i used to try to do the little split save and all that stuff oh, so yeah. i was really into it in the hockey from like 
89 to like 93. It's a fun sport. Yeah, but then it's just like I kind of weaned off it. Then when, once I went to college, I kind of yeah, <clears throat> lost. It was right, weird right. being going to college in Atlanta, right. kind of away from home. Were different, the Thrashers yeah. down there then? I think they were about to jet. They just started when I okay. got down there. Okay. But I hated every Atlanta sports team. That's right. maybe changed everything from sure, being sure. down there for those years to right. seeing what a fraudulent sports city that town is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just so hate implants down there. It's, right. oh, no one goes. To I went games. to every yeah. Sixers game down there. Would be so many people root for Iverson. Are the Hawks still a team? Yeah, the Hawks are still around. And they're in the playoffs, right? I'm, are they? Yeah, no, didn't they just the make playoffs? Yeah, they just made okay. yeah. Jeff Teague and Al Horford and. Teague. And Schroeder, the German dude with the blind spots. Yeah. They got a good I'm team, a but they're just boring. Guy. Sure. Yeah, so you right. The boring. Falcons. I was I mean, down I'm, there. I'm all sports, yeah. but like football is my like my thing. That's like, your main thing. Yeah. That's fine. Hockey's my main thing. Yeah, yeah I, I, follow, I follow everything. Um, and I got the weirdest teams. My team selection. is What we, we call Red yeah. Wings. Um, it's just the nineties. That's all. It's not weird. To Chicago. No, but it gets it gets strange. It gets weirder. You got Red Wings. You have the Braves, but Braves turned into Red Sox. Red Sox, still I root for him, but it's Phillies. Like, right. yeah. in my mind, you always can come home. 2008, right. so absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm back Phillies. Um, Pacers. Okay. <laughs> I grew okay. up as a Reggie Larry. Miller fan. Okay, Detroit. Reggie Miller, yeah, right. Of all time Amazing. Magic Johnson, um, which is Michigan State. So yep. Michigan State yep. basketball fan. Okay. Ohio State football fan. Really? Okay. That's but a, since I was Yeah, I don't know child, how you go through I've, never, right. changed, I've never changed my teams in, any ever in my life unless oh. I came back home. Sure. And but football, I'll never change the. Ohio vibe. State. Are we gonna take Elliot? Are we taking? You think the Bird's yeah. gonna take Elliot? I think the he's Eagles gonna are going to. Take I think him. they're gonna take him. He's gonna be like one of the first like top three. Picks. He's going. No, he's going eight to the Eagles. I think he's we're gonna get him. He's going all the way that low. Yeah. Yeah. Just because. See how much coverage that guy is getting. Just because the quarterback it's needs. Back. It's a quarterback but league and linemen and cornerbacks. I think if we if coverage. we trade if we trade Matthews before the draft, I think we get him. Uh, well, Matthews has a lot of injury issues. He does. He can't beat every down back. If they don't get what's the I mean, Ronnie um, Stanley. If they, Ronnie Stanley's not there, I think they get Ezekiel Elliott. I think they because he's he's ready to go right now. He he's can ready. pass block and stuff, and not a running back. But the Rams are getting a quarterback. Are they going to get Wentz or Goff? One. Goff. They're going to get Goff. Goff. I would trust Wentz. I heard we're going to trade up too. <sighs> Why? It's too expensive now. The Rams like it, they made it too expensive to trade yeah. up. It's I don't want any any of those quarterbacks. This is not the year to trade up. This is not it. I don't trust a guy play one double A in exactly half a year, and he won one of those five championships. He didn't even win. Like the guy. Who was preceded him won like three of those yeah. five championships. Sure, he only won sure. one. Like he's I don't know why. I've seen too many guys who look at like I always have Ryan Leaf flashbacks. Sure, yeah, <laughs> right. Guys, I know. you think because I remember in '98 I thought Ryan Leaf was exactly going to was be the next truth. thing. Like oh, forget Peyton Manning. Right. Even though I watched them all right. in Tennessee, but it's just I'm really weird. Like if I know it's a sure thing at quarterback, like I remember when the Eagles drafted McNabb. Sure. I watched a lot of Syracuse games because yep. McNabb played both football and basketball, and yep. I was yeah. so happy with the pick. I actually was yeah. one of the few people happy they took him instead of Ricky Waters. Right. Yeah. But it's also weird because I grew up a Denver Broncos fan. I still am a Broncos fan, and people try to give me flack on social media because because you're rooting because I still teams. root for I root sure. for Philly teams. teams. Sure, but I grew up a Broncos right. fan. Like I went I through the too. heartaches of the yep. '80s, so hey. Super Bowl losses. You never deny right. your heart. And I'm an Elway. Elway's the greatest quarterback ever for yeah. me. It would never yep. be anything else. There was, a, there was were a, like hard fought Super Bowls. Too. I love. I the mean, 55 to 10 when the San Fran was the worst sporting event I've ever seen. My sister, because my sister was a San Fran fan, right? And I was like nine, and she just gave me hell. And when I went to uh, school the next day, like growing up as a Broncos fan in the 80s and early 90s, sucked right? It was rough because you always lost the Super Bowls. But they had the best gear. 
Yeah, the D. Well, I had all the D jackets. Yeah, I got all that stuff. I still got the jacket. Yeah, it's on the album cover. It's on the album cover. I got a brand jacket. But when I went to college, when they beat Green Bay and then when they beat the Falcons, I was in Atlanta, so I was a total asshole to everybody. I was watching the whole place of. Falcons fans, but I, I got it. Hated that Super Bowl, Gary Anderson. Oh, Gary! Oh, <laughs> I actually wanted to play the Vikings. I remember we were in my, my trash show. It would have been a good game. Well, y'all didn't go, show. so we don't matter. The best team in the league that year. Oh my y'all god! Y'all wouldn't be he that was, way. He had like forty field goals that year and just missed well, two that game. Yeah, yeah. hey man. That's but I got back into the Eagles when they drafted McNabb, and right. I was like, all right, cool. Because yeah. I like the Eagles in the Buddy Ryan era. Sure. I hated Coat Tight. I hated Ray Rhodes. The 90s yeah. were hard. And then, yeah. yeah. And then when they got McNabb, I got back into it, and I came home, and, you know, you just get back that into it. That was an exciting time. Was in the 90s a little bit. Who? Fred Barnett, Calvin Dude, Fred Williams. Barnett, Cunningham. Come on. It was great. Cunningham, well, I, Marshall Randall, Walker. I remember the game when they beat. The I was actually rooting against the Eagles when they beat Blue out Detroit. That was, I was just thinking that, that, that was game. a crazy game. Because I love Barry Sanders. I was like, Hail Mary, Mary City. City. They were just throwing it up yeah. wherever it lands. I was Amazing. like, what the fuck? fuck? I was Herman so mad. <laughs> I love Herman Moore, fucking Wayne Fonts. I love that Detroit team. Except Joyner hits. God. Right. But the most painful Eagles loss ever, in fact, to tell you how their friend, was the NFC Championship. The Bucks game. Oh, the, the Tampa Bay game. Yeah. We watched that in the basement full of guys. Like, I remember I was so hyped. I'm calling my friends in Atlanta after Brian Mitchell ran it back and do scores. Uh, and I'm calling, yeah, we going to the bowl. Motherfucker. Everybody's hype. Yep. Uh, it got so bad and so heated. There was a bunch of grown men in that basement. We started turning on each other. People started bringing out personal <laughs> stuff. What I mean? They started talking about each other. Wives. What about that money you owe me, fight. man? Like, it, it got right. real so, bad. So that year, for the Vikings, it was the year Corey Stringer died. Oh. Or the year after Corey oh, Stringer died. Guy, yeah. we, <laughs> go, we go like 3-13 and 13 or something crazy. Right. I start rooting for the Bucks Early in this, like the beginning of the season, I had a like a, a moody Bucks customized jersey, oh, nice. number 15. I used cool. to pick them on, in, what was that, NFL 2K2 or something like that. Whatever. I'm like rooting for the Bucks. Sure, Their defense. Sure. I yep. love that team. Yep. Then they end up winning the Super Bowl. Right. And I'm like, I'm not used to this. I'm not used to this winning. <laughs> yeah. I'm used to getting there. But right. like a lot of my this is in high school, so a lot of my high school friends like, you don't like the Vikings, you're a Bucks fan. I'm like, yeah, that season I was. Yeah. It right. just so happened they beat the the Eagles, so I was like in everybody's <clears throat> face, but I'm right. like and yeah, the Bucks closed Warren down the vet. Sapp. Well, they I were know. supposed to draft Brian Warren Sapp. Fucking right. Mike Mamula. Do you know who was supposed to be drafted before Warren Sapp, but he hurt himself and he had to leave football? Who? Do you know? No. Would have been. Oh, uh, Goldberg? Dwayne The Rock oh, Johnson. The, the Rock. Oh, oh from Miami. Isn't oh, because they were on the same team. Yeah. 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 So he got hurt oh, yeah, and true, Sapp true, took true. his place. Right. To you. I think, I think The Rock's doing okay now. Yeah, yeah I think it worked out for him. <laughs> yeah. But I just never forget Mike Mamula. Like, the Eagles are at the fucking Mike Mamula instead of Warren Sapp. Yeah. Hey, and everybody what? passed uh, him because of the hey, weed issues. Warren Sapp, yeah. Simeon Rice. He was because he wanted um, to come Derek in because he wanted Brooks, to be the next. Um, John Lynch. Rondé Barber. I like that book scene before that oh, year. Most amazing. Any of the Barbers. Defense. But he wanted to be the next Jerome Brown because right. he idolized Jerome Brown. Brown. Right. So, Brad right. Johnson. Yeah, fucking Brad Johnson. He then where'd he come? Brad Johnson just looked like he drove trucks all the time. Like he just had that look <laughs> at that did. long neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you say, my Paul. Like he looked like one my of those guys. Paul. Right. So let, let me ask you guys this. So you know, obviously, like I grew up on it. So I'm a. I consider myself like a punk rock guy through and through. So rock and roll came about in the '50s. When it, you know, stolen, not stolen. It came about, and that was the thing. Yeah. So punk rock became the thing. The rock and roll was just like rock and roll was safe. Mm-hmm. Punk rock was dangerous. And my dad was a punk rock guy, and I got into punk rock because of him. So in, in the world of hip hop, like 
when you trace back the lineage of where things cultivated and started, do you think, when do you think things became safe and who do you think kind of strayed from the path and kind of stayed dangerous? Because I'm, I'm not bringing up uh, NWA just because of the movie. Like, I was an NWA fan just from yeah. growing up. Like, I, it's weird. Like, I was in the corn growing up and Ice Cube was on, well, the Friday movies, which, okay, yeah. hilarious. You know the what I mean? Corn mixed that rap and rock. Corn, thing. He right. did a song on a corn record, Ice yeah. Cube. I'm like, so I kind of went backwards. I'm like, okay, like, he has some pretty crazy songs. Like, I liked his lyrics because, like, they weren't like he, he pronounced every word. You could hear what he was saying. Right. And you could feel what and he was saying. And the music saying. was aggressive. Exactly. Which fits with that. But then I realized right. NWA. And I heard NWA and I was just like, what the fuck is this? Jacked up. But it was just the most aggressive. Yeah. Like, you felt like, you. Li- if you listen to NWA and you don't like feel like anything, then like, there's no fight. pulse. Right. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like, but like, yeah. so do you think like hip hop got safe at some point? Like, okay, let's just go to the safe avenue. Say you're just singing about girls all the time. Just singing about cars all the Mainstream, time. Mainstream, yeah. Um, once it, it became time? a business, you your your brand has to connect Adapt. with other brands. Sure, I get that. Um, Sprite couldn't promote NWA. Right. Sure. Okay. Uh, there you go. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I always credit Sprite as like one of the first like major corporations Those to like really really jump. Campaigns. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Really really yeah. jump on hip hop and be yeah. like, yo, we are the hip hop. Brain. Yeah, that Grand Poopa commercial. I give a pound to my Sprite with my left yeah. hand. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and then, and then, and then you you bring it out to like you know like Reebok. When, yeah. When, yep. when Jada jumped on the Reebok stuff with with mm. AI and um, oh. Styles did the yeah. the KG joint. Then he did the Scarface did the Steve Francis right. joint. Yeah. Right. Like you had to have a certain. It had to be something with you to connect that brand yeah. to your brand. So you had to be a little safer. Sure. Yeah. In that instance, sure. um, you can listen to a Scarface record and it's not as safe as, you know, that one or a Styles P record for sure. What, it's not that. What, but, um, what record changed your guys' whole perspective, whether you were 10 years old or 25 years old? Was it like, I'm talking the first time you put it on, you were just like, this is what it has to be. change things. Um, it depends because... And, and it could just be probably a lot. Soul, not for the world, but for you. Like, say, like, you know, you're getting lowered down into your grave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're mentioning or they're playing one one record front to back. What record would it be? Like, what record did you hear in your life that you were just like, this is oh, it? Oh, like this album, is, the whole album? The whole album. Um, Not just the song, because there's a lot of really good songs yeah. on not great albums. Right, right, right. True. For me, it, it's Low and Theory, Chop Call Quest. Okay. Like, yeah. That just right. changed. That's you. That's your first, that's your, yeah. that's your go-to. And everybody who knew when we grew up, like, that shaped everything from our production style to... Is that like, like your drunk Spotify? Like, that is yeah. the one. Yeah, like, <laughs> Low in Theory, because it's one of the first cassettes I really bought by myself. Um, okay. Cassette tapes. Yep. And my, Did you and buy I it just, at the wall? Remember the wall? The sticker? No, actually, I bought I it from I used to rip off the wall fucking hard. Oh, I, I bought it from a bootleg. The first even actual better. real cassette I bought it from Sam Goody. That's why I wanted to link Sam. it with E-Rock. The gallery? It was um, Mecha and the Soul Brother oh. and... Daily Operation by Gangstar. Those two albums I bought okay. the same Gangstar, day. Gangstar, okay. Yeah. 92. It was the, the spring he of 92. was out 92? Yeah. What? I remember. Like, I have a weird memory. No, no, of course. Where I, I just... remember every date of every every pivotal album that came out. Right. Mm-hmm. But Low and Theory, when that came out, because um, I heard it first from my sister. She was in college, and she was just playing it. Like, I was a big child fan from watching videos, but then when I finally heard the album from Excursions from the beginning on, like, yeah. I literally played that tape nonstop. Until Midnight Marauders came out for like two years, and it right, you know, with cassettes when the writing comes off and it's just clear, you can't yep. see it. Yeah, that's that how much that. I played. played it down. Yeah, but I know it tapes. So yep. that one and it shaped everything. Like I said, the way I produce, the way I listen to music, I've 
started getting into credits and looking right. at different things as far as samples. So that really, as an album, now there are a lot of songs that switch right. stuff. So for me, for me as a as an album, um, Thirty Six Chambers. I know okay. you didn't say that. Yeah, he, <laughs> like the Wu Tang was my introduction, mm-hmm. not my introduction to hip hop, but my introduction into like my love. That's for your hip-hop. pioneering record, right? right. Yeah. Like oh, I, yeah. I, I, I knew rap, you know, whatever, whatever. I was reciting Rakim since I was born, probably. But Thirty Six Chambers was like my shit. Like yeah. that was like, you know. My cousins was on the West Coast shit at that time. Everybody. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. Everybody. Up. Yeah. And that switch it. That brought it back. Right. right. But 36, like Method Man, like, yeah. at, at that time. And now, you know, Ghostface is my favorite MC mm-hmm. of all time. Okay. Um, <clears throat> But that album, like, was special to me. Sure. So I had it on tape. I had it on cassette. Uh, You know, I had it downloaded on the iPod. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had that album multiple times. Of course. Times. You, carry, you carry it with you. Yeah, that album life. was special to me. And to, to like, my introduction to, you know, I got introduced to hip hop by wanting to try to be cool with my big cousins. I had to fit in with my older cousin. Um, I had to n- name every member of the Wu Tang to be able to just <laughs> right. see. So you had to do the intro from sure. Method Man, right? Yeah. The gist of the, the old, old dirty, dirty bastard. Yeah. Right. And you know, it's the same thing with like growing up with me because like my, my older cousin lived next door, so I'd be like seven and he'd be 27 at the time. So he'd right. listen to like, say, Metallica or Guns N' Roses. So like, mm-hmm. we're offspring. And that's how I would get into things like that. It just, it just, so it just, you put you on the appetite for destruction early. Oh yep. my God. Like, I spend 45 minutes a day here playing drums in the back to the appetite destruction. Mm-hmm. Like, we bought our tickets for the Guns N' Roses. We're show. And it's weird because even growing, I mean, for me being like from my age, where I always tell people, you can tell, because even if you're from like, you know, from the hood or whatever, but you if know, you're from black that urban, time. but if you're from that era when MTV played that, yeah. that I know a you lot know of that songs. 80s rock. Correct. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I know Appetite for Destruction. Welcome you know, to the Jungle's my shit. Yeah. Uh, huge. Use Your Illusion, one and two. Like, those are yep. my joints. Metallica, yep. Black Album, that's my shit. Appetite yep. fell flat when it was released. Yeah. Geffen picked them up and it did like 200,000 copies in like four months, five months. Geffen was on the ball. They picked up the roots. Like, even you talk about corn. Like, I was. Big in the corn in the yeah. late 90s. Like, yeah. I thought the leader album was my shit. I thought I was in corn. I talked <laughs> on, on, on our last podcast or two podcasts ago. I was like, I think I had at one point like 25 corn shirts. The frequent Elise is still one of the <laughs> best videos corn. ever made. And right. That's true. But the thing, you know, I like that because of comic books. Yeah. Because one of my favorite comic artists, Todd McFarlane, yeah, McFarlane did, did that for Spawn. Did the yeah. leader cover. So right. it was like my and world. That's what co- I thought. Yeah. Dude, 12 year old con was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my thing. Living. But it's cool to see like what Joe was just saying. Like, you know, you have your older cousins or your older friends, or your older yep. family members. Pass it down. Passing it down. It's it, crazy. The, the thing I miss the most about music about growing up is like, no one's waiting outside of CD stores anymore. That's the thing. <sighs> I remember like my favorite band is No Effects. Got a tattoo in my arm. Like, day I turned eighteen, like, that, that was my thing. That's my favorite band because they're they're a serious. They're they're not a serious band. They're good at what they do. They have a good time, but they can write some serious songs. But they don't take themselves serious. There's mm. like over political bands that are too much. I'm just like yeah. that's that's a bad vibe. You know what I mean? But. You would get a record when you were a kid, whether it was Corn, hey, Corn, thanks, Helmet, uh, Machine Head, or, yeah. you know, Blink-182, thanks, uh, you know. Yeah, the credits. Right. Exactly. The so that's notes. how you yeah. go, you know what, next time I'm at Tower Records, well, when it was still there, yeah. I'm going to go pick up this Black Flight record. I'm going to go pick up this, you know, No Effects record. Yep. But now, like, like, the, like I, I fear for my daughter because it's just like. It's none of that. She's never going to get, like, a true love letter. It's going to mm. be a nasty fucking text, where's a pick at, kind of shit like that. There's no hard oh, work. That's a good way. But Damn. But you know, right. but but like, there's no hard work in music. I remember being a kid and just like being in, being in my bands and like drawing a flyer up in my first period class, asking my dad to take me to like Staples on the way home so I could print copies. Go around the pizza stores and any shop that would put my flyer up, I put it work. up. 
right. that's gone because everything's a post. Tuesday post. was a big day. Like me, I was the kid every Tuesday. Oh, yeah, I went downtown yeah. right, right. to Sound of Market at RMI. Was so Tuesdays when CDs and tapes were released. Right. And it was a whole... It was a whole experience. Yeah, Tuesday was the day. Yeah, Tuesday was the day. So I would get home. And I used to read the source of all the magazines. That's when media, because you didn't have the internet, so you right. would know, all right, that date. I would get home, open up the CD, put my headphones, and my mom would yell. So just and read through the line of notes as you're listening to the album. I like, remember right. volume right. three, um, Jay-Z volume three. Yep. When, or was that the Dynasty? When he said, if you're like me, you're reading the credits right now. And I was like, Reading, the, yeah, and yeah. I'm reading right. the that's credits, three. I'm like, well, that's you, really what I did. Like, have you ever found yourself ever immersed in anything else the way you would be of one of your, your favorite records in the liner notes, like reading the lyrics? No. Like, what are they saying? Because like, it goes Because think about it, because now you got your phone, you got your iPad, you got your computer. But that's why we well, did that's this. what I was going to say. That's, that's, why, why, that's why, why I love this. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you guys appreciate the physical. Right. Like, I think it's going to I think it's it's going to come back around like it is right now. vinyl's doing. Well, right. And I think also the window of time is so small. Like people are talking about vinyl coming back. Like vinyl is a popular medium. It's been around since what, like the late sixties. Now you've always had records, but like that's, that was when popular music happened and then everything was printed on vinyl. So that was, that was, you know, not even 60 years ago. Vinyl's just going to be around forever. And that's what you should listen to in your house. Yeah. It sounds better. Exactly. It does. It It sounds better. The, just, you know, the, that warm distortion you get from a, from an amp, like from a preamp. Cause I have a, I have a lot of records and that's all we listen to at home. And it just, they had, because they were so like limited with space. Cause you know, it can only as thick as the vinyl was, you know, you had to pan tracks out differently Uh to make the sound, sound louder but what you did was made it sound bigger yeah and then as right. soon as like cds came around they were like oh we have like almost right. an infinite amount of so let's just make it louder let's just turn this track up and it doesn't mix as well where if nah. you're listening to like a record they had to mix it differently just to make it feel bigger yeah, and it, engineers and from there it was like, right Jesus. it's it's so yeah. cool to hear to play it like next to each other like we were just like, listening just, to Jimi hendrix wild. the other day yeah and it was just His like band of gypsies album the, the live clarity one. on oh, the yeah. record you know what it is? It's overproduction <sighs> now. Yeah. There's too much going on. Well, it's, well some some places, but some but yeah, go. some places. This stuff is is digital. It's not analog. That's one right. of the reasons why I love that Lance D'Angelo album, okay. Black Messiah, because yeah. it was analog. He right. did it, you know, Electric Lady Studios in New York. Yep. It basically was yep. an analog album, and you right. can hear the it tape, the way it yeah. sounds. Like even um Adrian Young, yeah, the stuff he does is why it has that old sound to it right because yeah. it's analog. Yeah. I mean, if you use a lot of musicians and everything else, I think you should still. Through that, but you sure. know, with production, everything is digital. It's easier. I know. It, it was, and that was that was huge. That was a huge blow to the music industry. That 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 uh, Sound City documentary that Dave Grohl did, talking about how when like uh, whatever the like the first digital editing software came out. I forget what it's called. It's not uh, Cakewalk. No, but something like Sonar? that. No, it was it was. It wasn't Final Cut. That's the, the Mac one. Anyway, no. whatever it was, when it came out and people could like make albums on their computers, no one rented out music studios anymore. Yeah. So like that one Sound City died because kids just made stuff in their yeah, I bedrooms. When, when GarageBand first started, right? Oh my God. Erica Badu did. Uh, I think the uh, New America right. Volume One. She did that all on, on GarageBand, Band. and everybody was like, "Oh, great album. yeah!" I mean, it was right. a great album. But then after that, when Pro Tools came, it changed everything. Right. Yeah. So. I mean, cool edit was out around that. Yeah, right, cool edit right. too. All so, those programs. I mean, it was a gift and a curse. Because exactly. Because it made it more accessible. That's what anything with even it's, production. It's wild. Yeah. It made it It kind of makes the artists a little more money. Cause I know there was a band, Census Fail, that got, they gave like, they were given like 30 grand to record a record. They were on like, was it Doghouse Records or Vagrant okay. or something like that? And they recorded it in the basement. So they took right. that 30 right. grand 
whatever. You're gonna, you live you're, off it. You got to pay it back anyway. So That's my plan. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So since you're a punk guy, you have uh, had a chance to make it before they close this CB. Uh, I didn't make it to CBGBs, but I played Gilman Street out in Berkeley in, oh, in really? San Francisco. So that was like the West Coast punk place where like no effects and stuff played yeah. and like Rancid and like Green Day. Green Day were 13 and 14 years old playing there. I didn't know they were that young. Kids. Playing. Kids. And, and the people in the crowd be like, stop, play it faster next time. Like, because they were kids. They didn't take them serious. Yeah. But like just being there was just like, wow. Because I remember I, I actually did go in CBG. How was it? Close. I heard it was a nightmare there. Yeah, it, it was like, this is it. Yeah, right? disgusting. It was like, I mean, because the Bowery, because I, I spent a lot of time in the Lower East Side okay. right, around that area okay. going sure, around sure, there. Sure. So I would go like, that's the Bowery? I mean, that's uh, like yeah, CBG. CBG. Like, but and it means right, country, bluegrass, and hole in the wall. That's yeah. what it means. Like, but like, right. the thing about, like, I, I was happy about playing Gilman Street because it was, we were invited there and yeah. you had to pass judges to oh, play really? there. You can't be on a major label. You got it, and, and they got to like you to be on. So, right. okay, like, fuck, I'm going to kill This is great. Yeah. It's the best shit ever. But by the time I was able to play CBGBs around the same time, like 2004 to 2007, they were renting it out. Yeah, so I'm just it like, wasn't the same. I'd rather be invited to the dance than pay my way in. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So exactly. it's just like, different. I, I could rest easier knowing that, like, okay, I could have played CBs if I would have paid $200 and sold X amount of tickets, you know, from Philadelphia to New York, right. it just yeah. doesn't make any fucking sense. It does. Yeah. But if I was thrown on a show there and right. I got to do it, then it would have been a different story. Yeah. But you know, like universe just wasn't so I, thrown at my I way. I mean, I've like, you know, a lot of people do the typical when they talk about punk, they're like, Oh, well, you know, the Ramones or, you know, sex pistols, all right, that other yeah. stuff. Like I've had friends throughout high school, other stuff who were in the punk who try to introduce me to right. certain things. Right. I mean, and I, I appreciate punk for what it was. It's, it's shit. It was a movement. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like the anti. Just like, I'm tired of like this Elvis Presley journey stuff. Like mm. I'm trying to do something different. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's kids. Like, I fast. can't play these solos, but I can play fast as yeah, fuck. Yeah, fast. Like, right. Basic notes. Just and go. You play fast music to people like the, the, the Dave Chappelle show. <laughs> oh, when he went through the different times. When he has John. <laughs> when he has John, John Mayer, he's like, yeah. he's like, play the punk riff, John. And John's just like, and like the guy's just standing there, just like smashes his hand on the table. Like, jumps through it. He's like, get the fuck out of here, John. Like, everybody's just like throwing shit. She's like, you play that music for people, just bring something out of them. Right. You know it's the I mean? aggression. Right. And it's weird because you were talking about like certain groups. Um, in early hip hop, certain groups cross over to that rock scene because right. that aggression. Like, for instance, Public Enemy. Yep. Public oh, Enemy, pu- if you look at what they talked about, conscious, the pro-black movement, everything yep. else. Body Count's probably one yeah. of my favorites. Oh, yeah. His latest, the latest record is fucking great. Yeah. I remember, yeah, when Ice T was doing that stuff with everybody, insane, he was doing that right, rock stuff. Right, but right. Public Enemy, they stuff was so aggressive because the Bomb Squad had a lot of stuff in their production. Even NWA, the reason one of the reasons they crossed over, I mean, besides what they were talking about, Dr. Dre's early production before he got into G Funk was just real aggressive, like a lot of loops and a lot of fast stuff. Yeah. Um, and certain people like they that aggression, you know, fed it to other things. Like one of my favorite groups. Rockwise was Rage Against the Machine. Back oh, yeah. you speak my language, man. That's oh, I've God. seen them actually. In really? My wrestling music was a Rage Against Machine song. I had it all planned out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Oh, you had your theme, so that was oh, your yeah. theme. Yeah. Oh, That's funny because as heavy. a kid, I always the best intro. Just, I mean, heavy. wrestling like, intro ever was before it incorporated. I mean, before they went to WWE. Was NWA Road Warriors not Legion of Doom when they used to come out the oh, Iron yeah. Man? Yeah, yeah Black right. Because you would hear that, and that's what put me onto the song. And they would already beat the guys. Like they would just come yeah. in and just slam them. Squash them, squash them. Doomsday device. That's bad. Like, what do you know? They can't beat them in 30 seconds. But I would seconds. hear that song, and I'm like, oh, I'll go crazy. Yeah, but it fit with shit. their style. What? That November, November, November. rain. 
Oh, and uh, Terry, Terry Funk. Funk. Oh, for oh, the November to remember song. when they did right. uh, oh, the ECW. That, That's why the November Funk. That's why we did that song. But, but how sad album. is that? Remember when they played Desperado when he was leaving? Oh, yeah. Like, you trying to make me fucking cry? <laughs> and he's just like, I'm an old man, goddammit. Right. You better not kick it. Joey Styles starts talking. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Like, when, when he wins that first pay-per-view, oh my god, he won it! And Tommy Dreamer goes, "Oh out yeah, there. the Tommy." <laughs> <laughs> now I I have to say I luck. It was weird because I was in college and I was coming back, and that's when ECW was really right. He's having a show tonight. Dreamer's oh. having a show tonight down at the arena. He oh had, really? He has a promotion called House of Hardcore. HBK's there. It's like Billy Gunn's there. It's Wait, down should, at the arena. Yeah. It's funny because we're going right we're to going Southball right to tonight. Southball. We you need should, to be there. Oh, man. <laughs> what? Because we're going to be right across the street I remember Southball. Walking, I remember waiting in line at the ECW arena singing White Snake with Hank <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> because here I go again yep. on my yep. own. That's yep. awesome. Remember the commercials that used to play in between? during ECW? The, 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 the rock so hits. It's uh, like put the phone. So we're in line singing that. That's awesome. Channel 48, man. Channel 48. We're in line, and it's like packed. And it's the night that Wednesday nights were just like. I think um, it was the night. It was Taz and Bam Bam Bigelow. I don't know oh. if it, I don't think it's the night he suplexed him through the mat. Yeah, but it's like one of those. Like it was during that feud. Sure, that Taz Bam Bam. Feud. Dude, Bam Bam was no fucking joke. For he a was. big man. He that moved. Guy was and he had some agile ass. Right, fuck. right. Oh, Greet. What was it? Greetings. From Asbury Park. Asbury Park, man. Yeah. Him, but probably my favorite, one of my favorite movies. Because ECW was so crazy. Mike Austin was my favorite. That Mike dude Austin? fucking. Oh, but he used to go with Tanaka. He killed him on Sato Tanaka. The power bomb off the top rope. Oh, right. Over right. the right. Over the rope. <laughs> the, the best is like the one night stand pay per view. So, like, uh, what happened was in 2004, WWE released uh, The Rise and Fall of ECW DVD. Mm, yep. And it became the best-selling all-time DVD for so WWF. Yeah. So they were like, they were like, wow. Well, oh, we and should they do, did it in Queens. We that should, one yeah, we up. should do the pay-per-view. Say so like they'd have like characters come out lives. randomly. Yeah. So they had it uh, at the Hammerstein Ballroom, the one yeah. night stand pay-per-view, yeah. and yep. like there was Mike Austin versus Masato Tanaka, just two dudes. It's called Strong Style and Stiff. They, it's, they're fucking going at it. Right. Yeah. So the they match ends. It's hits. like you see the side of the ring at a table. You see the guy get powerbombed from outside of the ring through the table, and it just stays there. Then a second later, you just see the guy come diving on him like, boom! <laughs> 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 and it's just like, it counts to three. It's like, whatever, the fans didn't care. Like, this is fucking nuts! Yeah, they, <laughs> ECW was just like, throw to the wall, man. That really, because I stopped watching, like, you know, my teenage years when when WCW really took off and it went from being NWA to WCW, oh, I kind of yeah. lost it. Right. Then those WWF years with Doink and Dink and all that stuff. Uh, I wasn't watching that's it. That's a tough but time. But then, huh? You left then? Yeah. I got back into it when ECW came around. Oh, when I was in college, and then being in school when Raw, I mean, when uh, right. Nitro, because I was Nitro, in Atlanta. Yeah. Just seeing, oh, and I was so seeing, Nitro was the Yeah, it was the big base. thing. Actually, I used to see the WCW wrestlers a lot. Like, I you just, went out to Cobb County, oh, and the Turner fuck. offices, like, That's if Boston you walked Man's in. Cobb County. Yeah. I, Cobb County's the worst place ever. <laughs> but uh, it's just a mall out there. But yeah. all the wrestlers <laughs> live out there, Alpharetta, like, in that area. Right. So you being in Atlanta, and my roommates, everybody, because they were all about that Georgia pro wrestling back in the day yeah. and right. WCW's in life so I kind of got back into it in the late 90s and That's of course awesome. that was a heyday well, that yeah. was so that time. brought everybody back the Raw right. versus Nitro and ECW when did you leave though when did I leave I probably left like around 93 that early yeah, you came when, back around 97 yeah I left no, I mean, like when did you leave again oh when did I leave right again cause right now I mean we both arguably like we don't we're yeah, not, we're I don't not like, in it no probably more. when The Rock left that yeah. first time when I The Rock I left around really like left. when they dropped Scorpion the F King. 
Like when they Oh yeah, get the F out yeah, they, right. they lost I mean probably the invasion era. was the last thing I really was But they rocking fucking blew with. it. They blew they, it. They they blew they destroyed. They, they blew, blew that storyline so bad. That could have been yeah. so great. When Vince bought then when WCW, the, yeah. I kinda and I then when they tried to bring ECW, everything. I was watching it, but then when I yeah. saw it was a carbon oh, that copy, was, that was bad. I was like, I'm cool. Like, you can't I really. love how it all comes back to wrestling on the podcast. That's it's probably beautiful. my favorite part about this show. There you go. <laughs> it brings I, it together. All day. I know. All day long. So is there anything you guys want to uh, talk about what you're working on now you want to put yeah, out what's there? what's next? What's happening? Shh. Right. What's next is a hell of a question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. That's always the question, though, It's right? like seven secret things I can't speak about. Sure. That's fine. That are going to be amazing. He's going to tell us when we're off the air. You can pay us pay us $10 <laughs> and we'll um, tell you about it. Since we're here drinking beers, I can say, me and me and Vince from um, Dock Street Brewery, yeah. we're working on a beer. Oh, okay. cool. So cool. All right. Be, there will be a Nice Things IPA um, oh, in your gullet before the end of this year. Yeah! Awesome. Um, so we're doing that. Um, a lot, lot more music. Me and Wes are working on the project right now. Yeah. Uh, another one of these passion projects, like just... You know, shit that we're just into. Um, Your mind probably never shuts off. No, not, not at all. Right. Probably got, blessing got, and a curse. You right. always got some stuff. Going I got probably three in the morning, like, stop texting me, man. <laughs> I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm sure you got some bars, like, but like, give me a fucking like break. I'm trying notes. to sleep. I like send him voice notes, like, yo, I think we need to do this. Like, yeah. This. Like, <laughs> I, usually, I, you know, I just be like, all right, man. He'd be like, all right. Yeah, I have a, a lot of thoughts. But, um, yeah, just, just a lot of nice things, like. I love the new, nice things. New man. deals, new situations, situations with Jameson, situations with Chevrolet. Oh yeah. More situations with this the Philly Music Ambassador thing. Yeah. Uh, Philly Music. Well, I mean, I can say that yeah. I know, yeah, like, I am so happy much. as hell that you're in the forefront of the Philly Music Ambassador, man. I just from getting that. to know you and getting to meet you, and just your message is just like, I'm, yeah. It's not so much what like you're talking about, but obviously who you are. Like your disposition here is just like, listen. I'm just a creative guy. I'm yeah, just trying just to do my it. thing. Like, You're just doing your thing. You're not trying to hurt anybody. You're not trying like, to take anything from anybody. Hang the fuck out. Like, right. Everybody can just hang out. Like, That's what I'm talking about. Just hang out. Drink some beer in the meantime. Listen to some good Listen, music. whenever you want to come up here, chill. Yeah. You guys, you guys are both always, always welcome. welcome. Shoot some pool. We got to make some, a beer here. Play some um, NBA jam. That's right. I'm actually playing here tonight. Really? Yeah, 9 o'clock if I can fucking make it. This is my birthday. Oh, yeah. birthday. Yeah, my birthday's on Monday, so. Here we go. Yeah. On oh, South Bowl, I'm about. celebrate yeah. his 50th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I love his music. He's like, stop saying it. Celebrate Before you're in here, no, like, he's, it's no, been a last, joke. Last, like, year, <laughs> last year, we did, um, we called it his Jackie Robinson year, so we did his 42nd. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. I put my oh, hand on Jackie year. Robinson. What would you think about playing up here one night? Yeah. Would you well, be into that? I talked about it with Eric the, the night I was up here. Right, I remember had, that um, a month ago. Y'all had a band set up right in front of the, what's these things? The, yeah, that's where I'm playing. Down, yeah. The big tanks. Oh, so okay. Set the stage people. up yeah, in front yeah. of there. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was like a reggae band, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Job people probably, yeah. Right. I can make it happen, man. Just let me know no, if you really want to. Love to. So oh, let's do it so around some, like, some sporting shit. Y'all got the screen. Let's, yeah. you know, yeah. watch something. Let's, make sure let's there's no game. Well, not like we want a game. You want a game. Before the game. Before or after or something. And then we all come up and hang and watch the game. Let's do a big thing. You cool with like two forty-five minutes? Say it again. Two forty-five, two forty-five minute sets. Whatever. Okay. None of it matters. I like it. He just rap. Yeah. I just, I those shirts rap. are dope. Yeah. Oh, those football shirts. I'm gonna take you to the um. Well, they'll take you, but the the gift shop. They yeah. Got a, and pack and show you around. Take yeah, you I gotta show you. Because I'm, I'm a soccer fanatic. Sure, oh, yeah. good. So I got to play tonight in between the Flyers and Union game. The owner is a Devils fan, so he's like, "Fuck the Flyers." It's a Union bar. 
And I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, oh, yeah. we're actually official pub po- uh, sponsor. Oh, we're uh, we're Arsenal. Union, I'm a, so. As you can Arsenal. tell. I see. That's what's up, man? That's cool. So, cool. yeah, I, I mean, I've, go, I've gone out in a lot of Union games. It's a fun time. It's I a great stadium. I like that Watch stadium. It's just, I wish they get a better designated player. Man, we'll have right. to go. Like, me, Eric, and you guys will shoot down. Or, you know, we'll figure yep. it out. You know, yep. it'd, be, it'd be fucking great. Because I think we get four four seats per game. So we yeah, we do. Yeah, we get yeah. Well, Just tell them you bring in the um, music ambassador. You might get <laughs> yes, <like>, right. <laughs> the music. They were like, "Have your cards by then." Yeah, right. Yeah, let's get this. Vista Print. Vista Print. Print. This podcast is brought to you by Vista <laughs> Print. Yeah, yeah. If you ever need a design man, hit me up. I can make you some weird shit. That's right. Send it right to Vista. I would snap it too. Like bang, bam. Get the gold foil. Like living color. music ambassador. Funky figure productions. Bam. All yeah, right, guys, all another yes. fucking great episode of The Bright Tank. Thank you guys for hanging out. Any last Anytime. words? Any Yo, bullshit before you get too drunk? Networks, chill Moody. Yes. Spelled exactly how it sounds. Yeah. Um, no underscores or nothing? Um, no, all no. social networks, West Manchild, not West with a T, West, West. Manchild. Where'd you get the name from? Why don't you sign off with that? Oh. Uh, hilarious. Say West all right, Chamberlain. So, say West Chamberlain. No, not actually. <laughs> it's uh, It comes from West Mantooth. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I, when awesome. I first saw this fool, when I first saw Anchorman, I was I was yeah. high out of my mind when sure, I first yeah. saw it. <laughs> so I came back and I was just trying to think of a name, and I was like, "Oh, what's yes. dude name? Oh, he was my favorite yes. character, West Manchild. Fuck it, I'm going with it." Then when it came out DVD, I was like, "Oh, oh shit!" shit. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck it, I'm rocking with it. I'm, I'm gonna stick he with it." Here so now. West Manchild, thinking he said that, he right? Says, but he could have been West, West Mantooth. Man yeah, I like Manchild. That's awesome. That's so but, listen to let, we'll leave you with this. Go get TV Mimi do it. Our last album is on yes. all social um, or all digital media platforms. Please do it. Title, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, all of that. But when you listen to his drops, it says "Hello, West Man." Yeah, and then he and that comes fades from, it off because it's about to say. Two. That's before the fight, the <laughs> epic awesome. anger fight. Hello, Run, West Man. That's man. The best and that's why fight. I use the that. river runs red with Burgundy's <laughs> blood. <laughs> Stop, bitches. Do you have any shows coming up? Anything? Uh, uh, May nineteenth, I am at Coda. Okay. Um, which is on what's that on Walnut? Chestnut, yeah, I think. Cross Street from Apple Store, downtown. Oh, Walnut. Uh, April thirtieth, it is. You got to be there. Right. The light skin guy president is there. Oh, it's me. <laughs> Elder Barge. Oh, <laughs> Elder Barge and Jasmine Sullivan. Um, it's called Night at the Fights. It's at the Leacor Center, oh, April 30th. Oh, right. Um, uh, the DA, Seth Williams, is fighting a charity fight. And then it's like, yeah. The fuck? He's ready. Seth is ready. It's 12, 12 fights, all Golden Glove <laughs> sanctioned fights. It's a lot of fucking yeah. fights. Yeah, it's from 7 to 7 to 2. Um, or wow. seven to midnight or something like that. Twelve fights. Right. I'll be performing. Me, like fight. I said, me, Jasmine Sullivan. How is Elder Barge performing at a boxing tournament? Listen, we're gonna be in a ring. We're gonna get in there. Yeah, that's even go hand in hand. Are you are you are you performing while they're fighting? That being no, no, no. Could you imagine if you're in the ring while they're fighting? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> I might bring somebody down. You want to go down the ring? Yeah, I might bring somebody down the ring. But we'll be performing. I don't know if we're performing in the ring or like. Like a separate stage. Yeah, it's, right. it's a whole night, and it's all that for. That sounds a, awesome. I actually calls. It's all for charity. That's great. I had to play course. a show in a wrestling ring once down at the arena at oh. twenty three hundred. Yeah, in the wrestling ring. I know that was probably. Like, I remember we're setting up. I'm like, I'm just bouncing around. I'm like, I just want to fall. You just want to take a bump. <laughs> I just want to like take a bump. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, this, this is fucking I can't believe how good this no, was I was nervous good. for a second I'm like man what if we what don't we have anything talk to talk about? about and we talked about everything so we, we can keep everything. going this is perfect yeah.
Oh, yeah, we're going to we're going to continue this. If you'd like to um follow us, follow my Snapchat. And, um, <laughs> yeah, please. We're going to continue this conversation. Follow these guys and everything will be cool. These guys are great. And right. uh, you know what? I think I'd get chill back on in two months. Andrew does 10,000 more things. Right. And the whole world's going to oh, be different. Be nice things in two months. Never done Nice things. Stuff. Nice things always. Nice things, like people. Thanks for hanging out. Cool. Tune in, top off, and get, get bright tanked. tanked.